0: in the trap. This is for the <laughs> Believe in Miracles? Hey, I play chess, but only in 4D. I'm by myself, but they think I'm 4D. When they see me online, they think they know me. Go ahead, like, and subscribe. You got to show me. I apply pressure, and they try to reject it. Clearly ain't see I was a diamond, so they didn't accept it. Told me I was a failure, so I said, F it. Might even start my own school and teach them a lesson. Yeah, I'm going to call it self Harmon. Fly. South and get the south popping. <laughs> One day I'm gonna give you a walk through and introduce you to this walk, too. <laughs> I know you lost, that's just dynasty talk Cause you can't start no franchise without no dynasty talk I took a break from the game, nicked on my dynasty stock Till I came back like Wimby Yama, I feel like Coach Pop I can't say that I'm the GOAT, cause you ain't gonna agree But if I own my own farm, I can make the GOAT Me, the ladies love the beard, and they used to love the GOAT That's when I was a lamb, burning music on CDs I wasn't born in 88, December 87, I was 16 days away My flight why not, I just got paid today When I land this dirt statue I came to fade away Check the timeline for the stories and the play-by-play My life a Patreon link You gotta pay to play I, I work 16 hours, boy that's a 88 X Factor like this Brian, my boy 88 Watch dream like when you living like A heavyweight, this ain't a one Week thing, we grind like everyday They know my destination, Debbie Like I hang with Ray, if they ain't Know my name, I bet they know my name it Day. Treat this mic like an let's make a trade today. Drop this on Fizzle Friday, cause that's my favorite day. And I'm gonna do it my way, cause that's my favorite way. They tried to put me on the shelf like I'm laying layaway. Told me it ain't no way, so I made a way. Huh? Welcome to South huh, man? I'm glad you here today. Welcome to South Har, huh? and I'm glad you here, here today. I'm glad you here today. Welcome to South Har, huh? and I'm glad you here, here today. I'm glad you here today. Hit that Patreon link if you here to stay. Huh? Treat this mic like an ATM. let's make a trade today. <laughs>
1: what is up everybody welcome back to america's game episode number five and this week is a special guest uh scott connor is back with me once again and this is going to be our special podcast that we've done the last two years now uh going through pretty much every depth chart every practice squad for all the teams so far that um after cutdown day so scott welcome aboard again man nice to see you again on here and uh i'm ready to do this man how about you
2: Yeah, Happy to be back. I could not miss this episode. Uh, This is the one we love doing every year. The last two days have been absolutely crazy in terms of just tracking who makes teams, who signs with what practice squad. Not a lot of players got waived or at least claimed off waivers this year, which was interesting. Uh, But we literally spend all summer talking about every running back, every depth chart. We both have put out content going, let's go through every team, stuff that 99% of people don't care about. And it all comes to fruition in these last couple of days. And I couldn't be more excited to be here uh, back together for a special America's game. So thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, always, man. Good to be with you. Yeah, like you said um, earlier in one of your chats, um, there was only two offensive players even claimed on uh, waivers. So that was interesting. I think those two tight ends too, right? Two tight ends, Ben Sims and uh, Elijah Higgins got claimed.
2: No running backs, no quarterbacks. Wow. Uh, I was surprised that someone like Bailey Zappi didn't get claimed. Mm-hmm. That with the starvation of teams wanting these quarterbacks in day three of the draft this year, you know, essentially that is the NFL saying they want Sean Clifford, they don't want Bailey Zappi. Because he's still on the same contract, right? You'd still get to inherit him at his same fourth-round salary. And... I'm just surprised nobody claimed him. So everyone thought the Patriots were dumb for waving him, and then they get him right back for nothing. So worked out for them, and they get to pay him less money now at this point because he's going to be on the practice squad. He'll probably, I'm guessing he probably gets elevated uh, once they name their 53-man roster final, and they have to make their game day. They got to have a second quarterback active. But yeah, just interesting how uh, the tr- cuts were treated. Kind of shows the value of these positions, right? Like, it it speaks one of two things. One, running backs don't matter. I don't care who it is. The NFL doesn't give a shit about running backs. Zonovan Knight, doesn't matter. If he was good last year, showed something, the team's going to go, nah, no good. Dwayne McBride, yeah, even though they used a draft pick and some draft analysts had him as, like, a mid-day two pick, NFL doesn't care. You can have him back, Minnesota. We don't even want him. And then receivers, like... There's just a ton of receivers. We, we've we laughed at some of the teams that bring back receivers that haven't been relevant in five years. It's like, really? You're bringing back Marcel Aitman on the practice squad? Isn't there anybody else? You know? But, hey, so it just shows those two things. are They're in demand at the top of the receivers, but really at the lower levels, the teams are just like, yeah, we just need enough bodies to get by.
1: Yeah, I remember us talking about it last year like if there is there's like an unwritten rule between GMs like hey, you don't claim our guy, we won't claim yours kind of thing and that's why nobody picked up Zappy maybe, I don't know.
2: Well, I thought Zappy would get claimed only because with the new rule that you can dress an extra quarterback this year, like every team is going to dress 3 QBs. And I'm just thinking, okay, he's not getting paid a lot. It's a position that half the teams draft a guy like in the late fourth or later in the nfl draft like a lot of teams will draft quarterbacks how many teams drafted quarterbacks after round three this year it's like nine ten eleven of them right and a lot of those guys are either the backup or the third string quarterback and the patriots waved them so like it felt like it was almost i don't want to say a free draft pick but in theory like a free day three draft pick at a position where you're going to have very limited number of players on the team and so that just says he wasn't really even worth a roster spot so I think the only thing is you have to put the guy on your 53-man roster. And a lot of these teams, they cut down to like 51 or 52. So there's not a lot of spots to go. Yeah, that Zonovan Knight, man, we we need a running back. We just have to put a running back on our 53-man roster. Like it just feels like a lot of teams just don't have the roster space. There's there's very few players that it's like they have to sign them before they clear waivers or right when they hit free agency if they're a vested player so it's just i think it's a numbers game that everyone has to go from 90 to 53 and there's just not a lot of spots available until injuries start happening people name their 53 man rosters and then they start putting guys on ir they see guys are you know not gonna cut it and then they cut them and pick up another guy who got waived. like you're gonna start seeing that stuff but i just think roster spots are precious
1: just like in Mm -hmm. dynasty right and I think the other thing on Zappy too, just quickly on him, is we've actually seen him start in the NFL. We've seen him play, you know, three games in the NFL and start and all that. So people have seen, hey, he can do it. He can win games. He has won games. And some of these other guys, you know, haven't even been on the field. So it's mm-hmm. kind of interesting. Um, But, yeah, let's kick it off here. We'll go with to uh, Buffalo first. So they only kept two quarterbacks. So they kept Josh Allen and Kyle Allen. And we'll kind of address these um, from best ball and lineup league. Um it's perspectives as we go. So just want to throw that in there. But yeah, Josh Allen, Kyle Allen. I'm not carrying Kyle Allen. I'm guess you're the same, right?
2: Yeah, let let's do this. Let's make this really straightforward for everybody listening. We'll go through like I think an important thing that we're probably experiencing is you and I were rostering every league we're in. We're rostering every one of these damn running backs, right? And a lot of them we've had to cut over the last day. Now, what do you do with those roster spots? Because there's some leagues, our deeper leagues, where it's like I either start picking back up the guys on practice squads, right? I start picking up guys like Kenyon Drake or Melvin Gordon, thinking, okay, maybe they get another shot. Or what I've been doing, is I've been starting to now gravitate towards, all right, I'm picking up the backup quarterbacks earlier than before. You know, if I see a Teddy Bridgewater, a Tyrod Taylor, a Mitch Trubisky, I'll just pick those guys up. Because if you're looking at like, especially as more teams in your league start playing this any running back on a 53, it's not as big of an advantage, right? There's not as many teams in the league that are going to be desperate to buy that spot start Salvin Ahmed one time during the year. So what's maybe the better use of those extra spots? So I've been gravitating towards the quarterback. So long story short, maybe we go through the depth chart and we just hit on the backup quarterbacks that we are picking up. Or you just leave them on the waiver wire because I see a lot of people drop good backup quarterbacks and the guys they're still rostering are like, you drop Tyrod Taylor, but you keep Rakeem Jarrett. It makes no sense. You know what I mean? Like which one has A, a path that you would ever use them? But B, which one has a path to where there's any sort of like trade upside like in no world is it the rakeem jarrett side you know what i mean so i see that all the time it's like dude i mean haven't you seen some backup quarterbacks dropped and you're like why you look at the roster and you go why the hell you drop why 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 did you drop that backup qb and you're still holding you know this guy you know you picked up jake bobo and you're still dropped teddy bridgewater like that you see moves like that and you're like dude what are you doing so let's go through the backup
1: quarterbacks too Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, like Kyle Allen, I don't want him. I don't think you do either, right? Nope. Okay. Nope. That's easy. Running backs that Buffalo kept. So, they only kept James Cook, Damian (laughs) Harris, Latavius Murray, which I kind (laughs) of figured. As my dogs go crazy. They did not like those Bills
2: running backs. Eric has to lay down the law. Yeah, it's weird with with Kyle Allen because you'd think, okay, I want the backup quarterback on the Bills and yet neither of us are interested in the backup quarterback on the Bills. Maybe that changes. I don't know. We've seen Kyle Allen play plenty in the NFL, so I'm just not interested in picking him up. Maybe that's a little bias on my end, but he's not one of those where I look and I go, all right, I want to pick this backup quarterback up and use a roster spot on him. So maybe you're a little biased on Kyle Allen. He's the, the backup quarterback, the only quarterback on a top 10 offense conservatively, why aren't we interested? Because I have eyes. And he's okay. fucking awful. Uh, okay. It, it, we'll get to the other rosters, and I think there's maybe... I'm not picking them up either. I agree with you, but I think right. there's some other rosters where we'll go, all right, maybe I'm a little biased. Like, How can you justify Cooper Rush over Kyle Allen?
1: I can't now, now that Trey Lance is there. So I could well, Cooper Rush, I wouldn't have. Okay. Then, then we'll get to some other teams where there's similar questions. Right. But anyway... Okay. Uh, yeah, so Cook, Damian Harris, Latavius Murray are the three running backs. I'm carrying all three of them if I have them, so I think you're probably the same boat. Yep. Um, wide receivers, so we got Gabe Davis, Stephon Diggs. We're carrying those guys everywhere for sure. Then we have Deontay Hardy, Trent Sherfield, Khalil Shakir, and Justin Shorter. Justin Shorter just went on IR, so he is going to be uh, out for the first four games. But anyway, yeah, what do you think about these receivers? Obviously, Diggs and Davis. You know, are you keeping Hardy, Sherfield, Shakir?
2: Man, I actually think you probably have to consider keeping all three. But the weird thing is, I might prefer Sherfield Shur- and uh, Hardy. Sounds like Shakir was really close to getting cut. Right. So maybe he's not as good as people thought. And yeah, he was a fifth round pick that got on the field. But I think people kind of assumed, oh, he could be the number three, he could be the slot receiver. Uh, but I know you grind the training camp and the preseason stuff, but everything I've heard is he's not ahead of those other two. Like I might want those guys in best ball over him, but I think you probably got to keep an eye on all three just to see how they're
1: being used. Yep. I agree with that. Cause yeah, Shakir kind of fell behind those other two. And then on top of that, you know, Buffalo also brought in like four receivers on their practice squad, which we'll get here to in a second as well. So yeah, he's got a lot of competition for sure. Then the tight ends, uh, they kept three, so they kept Dawson Knox, Dalton Kincaid. Those are going to be on everybody's roster. And Quentin Morris, we kind of liked him a little bit last year, but he's just kind of buried. You know, I don't even know if an injury happened to one of these guys. I'd still even want Quentin Morris. But, um, you know, just a player to to watch in the future.
2: Yeah, I mean, no interest in Quentin Morris. And honestly, looking at their practice squad, really no interest in anybody on their practice squad. Maybe Ty Johnson, but that's it.
1: Yeah, and that's only if an injury happens and he gets called up, to be honest. Um, uh,
2: I will say he's probably a the only injury that would make him relevant. I think if James Cook got hurt, you could mm-hmm. see Ty Johnson come up because I don't see Damian Harris or Latavius Murray really playing a, a James Cook if he has some sort of specialty role. So maybe right. that's why they kept Ty Johnson. He's probably a better fit in that role than Darrington Evans was.
1: Yep, I agree. A- and that.
2: he was returning kicks in the – last week that he was there. So, I mean, I think you got to serve some credence to the fact they only signed him what, like nine days ago. Mm-hmm. And the he, he was the one they put on the practice squad, nobody else. So maybe you keep an eye on him.
3: Okay.
1: And then, uh, the four receivers they put on there, Marcel Aitman, Andy Isabella, Tyrell Shavers, Brian Thompson, and tight end Joel Wilson. And I could safely say we are not interested in any of those guys. And then just kind of go through the IR guys too. Naeem Hines. I've kind of dropped him everywhere. Uh, Not interested in him yet. Matt Barkley. I thought Matt Barkley was better than Kyle Allen. So that could be a, you know, something in the future here that, you know, for the backup job, it might be Barkley over Kyle Allen at some point. And then Zach Davidson, who you liked, uh, probably dead. Yep.
3: All those guys are dead. It doesn't
2: this feel like a team? Doesn't this feel like the offense that would fit for like a Carson Wentz type?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I agree. Yeah. Cause they've, they've taken on these kind of like project quarterbacks, you know, a Trubisky there. Um, obviously they brought in Kyle Allen this year, Barkley, I guess you could put in there. I'm sure I'm missing one. They had, uh, no, that was before Josh Allen was tie rod. Uh, they had somebody else too. I thought, yeah, but they always take on like these kind of project quarterbacks. Yep. Uh, all right, so on to Miami now. So quarterbacks, they kept three of them. They kept Tua, they kept Mike White, and they kept Skylar Thompson. I think in lineup leagues, I think you can definitely consider maybe keeping a Mike White or a Skylar Thompson. I think at best ball leagues, I don't want either of them.
2: I'll make it simple. In most of the best ball leagues I'm in, I'm very, very few backup quarterbacks in my carry, which okay. – one of the reasons, and Mike talks about this a lot, uh, it's why fab's important because you go across our leagues, if your league is set up right with the number of starters versus the number of roster spots, while most of our leagues are start 12, start 13, you can't afford to carry four backup quarterbacks, mm-hmm. three running backs that aren't playing. So what you see is you see a lot of the good backup quarterbacks even get dropped. Guys like Winston and Bridgewater and Dalton, like those are legitimate like NFL starters for a short period of time, right? they get dropped in best ball because I really don't think it's smart to carry a lot of those guys in best ball. But you want the fab if there's an injury and you go, oh, Jameis is starting for three weeks. Like, that could be a top 15 QB. Mm. And he's on waivers. In a lineup league, he's going to be rostered. So, yeah, I agree with you. Lineup leagues, you can consider keeping a lot of backup quarterbacks if you have roster spots. But best ball, you got to kind of toe that line
1: of how many do you want to carry. Right. And what about White and Thompson? Are those guys you even want to carry? I mean, you're the one that, you know. You love Mike
2: White. What is your take on this? Are you willing to carry both?
1: it's It's close. I think it's borderline. I think for if I have you know thirty seven forty man rosters, yeah, if I have to cut down some of our like thirty two man thirty man rosters, they might have to go because I just really don't have the room for them. So I think it kind of just depends on how many roster spots you have, really.
2: So who is the backup? I, if Tua was injured, who would? And it it might be the kind of thing where two is injured and they they fuck around and don't tell you the starter till like Saturday afternoon. You know what I mean? All like, right. so who is it that you roster if you can only pick one? Is it Mike White because of
1: the contract or Skyler because of the experience? I think I'm gonna go Mike White for the contract that they gave him and his experience too. So I'm gonna go with Mike White, Copy. but it's close. A uh, uh, running back So they ended up keeping five running backs Which is a little rarity But they kept Raheem Mostert Jeff Wilson Jr. Devin Chain, Salvin Ahmed And the uh, undrafted rookie Chris Brooks So that was interesting that they kept him I could see them end up cutting Chris Brooks though To make room for another position that they need at some point So I'm not like Going out and picking up Chris Brooks everywhere But I think those main four are probably going to be your main four all year
2: did your bingo card have the Dolphins
1: being the one team that keeps five, and it not being Miles Gaskin? <laughs> I mean, I thought it was a possibility, but yeah, not uh, Miles Gaskin not getting kept. I thought that was, uh, I thought well, it was going to be between Ahmed and Gaskin getting cut. But
2: well, uh, because all year you said, you know, basically it's hard to, to keep five teams don't yeah. keep five, yep. and then it, which made like guys like Chris Brooks really almost hadn't like Chris Brooks, Travis die. Those guys had no chance. Cause they're literally behind like five guys that are better that have right. NFL experience. Right. Right. And then Chris Brooks wink makes it mm-hmm. and they cut Gaskin. So it's just, it was weird. Like if you're telling me a team would keep five, you'd be like, Oh yeah, it would be because Gaskin and Ahmed have been there forever and they like him. And then it, it was another guy. So yeah, interesting
1: right. for sure. And, um, they actually if you count the fullback they end up actually ended up keeping six players mm-hmm. with Alec Engold too so that's interesting
3: they uh,
2: they went very slim at uh very slim at tight end also I did see they signed Tyler Croft again but um okay they signed Tyler Croft back to the active roster but yeah they they went pretty slim at some other spots which is interesting so all right
1: Okay. I mean, yeah, I'm only showing five defensive linemen. That's not a lot either. So Mm-mm. uh so we did the running backs, receivers, obviously Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, you're gonna wanna keep. And then these other ones are probably roster cloggers, but is there one that you might want to keep who could start in three receiver sets? And that's Braxton Berrios, Eric Ezukama, River Craigcraft, and Cedric Wilson.
2: I mean, I think the first crack, I mean, the the problem with the Dolphins is they don't really throw to their other receivers besides the top two, but I think there's going to be one that plays a lot. Mm -hmm. So I would I would actually, if I had to bet, I bet it would be Cedric Wilson gets the first shot because I think he can do a little more than Barrios can. But I I think you could justify rostering Barrios and Cedric Wilson in best ball to start the season just to see who you want after week one because one of those guys is going to play at least half the snaps, and I think it's an offense where – I mean, couldn't you see one or two of those guys having spike weeks in the Dolphins offense just because the other two, you know, garner the coverage? And it's like, uh, you know, Berrios is the guy they go to four or five times and he has a touchdown, you know. So I I think it's the offense. You got to respect the number three and number four, even if they're just literal no names. Uh, And then earlier you said it with uh, Mike White. I mean, both of those guys are making money. Right. You don't keep Cedric Wilson and restructure his deal if you're not going to use him. You would just cut him, you know what I mean? So I think they're going to give those guys the first shot because they're both making decent money.
1: So is Cedric Wilson a guy that you want to pick up right now, or are you going to wait till after week one and see the snap percentages that they play? Uh, It depends on my roster construction.
2: I mean, you honestly want to have, a lot of our best ball leagues, you want to have like 12 to 15 receivers. So if you're a little short, you know, that's one thing I'm doing in our best ball leagues is I'm going through and going, man, how many of these dog shit tight ends do I have? The Charlie Kohlers and stuff like those guys probably are not good for best ball, right? Like you right. let them go to waivers. How many of the TDPs or Jordan Masons? Like you can only carry some of those guys in best ball too. Like you don't want to have a bunch of those number three and number four running backs. So like where those are on my teams, I have to be real selective with which ones I have and I will cut them for – the number four receiver on a good offense, you know, like the Hardy or Braxton Berrios or, you know, Cedric Wilson or Trent Shurfield, like those four, we've already just talked about four guys right there that I think you can justify keeping on a roster to start week one. If you have open spots. Okay.
1: Cool. Um, all right. So that was it for the receivers. I, I would say the other ones probably can are cuttable and then tight ends. They only kept two in Durham Smythe and Julian Hill, another undrafted free agent. Um, if it's a really high tight end premium league, like a two-point, you could justify like the last spot on your roster on Durham-Smythe. Otherwise, I don't want any of these tight ends. Yeah, I don't want Durham-Smythe. At best ball only, I would roster him. Right. Uh, Eric Salbert is on their IR, not somebody I'm interested in keeping either. He's bounced around between 13 different teams, I think. And then looking at their uh, practice squad players so far, they've only signed two offensive players, uh, wide receiver Braylon Sanders, who they had last year, and one of Scott's favorites, Tanner Connor, at tight end. Mm-hmm. Don't want any of them.
2: And they, they did sign Croft, and it was to an
1: active Croft,
2: active roster deal, so he's probably their number two tight end. So
1: yeah, do you they really want to mess
2: with Durham Smythe or Tyler Croft?
1: Yeah, probably not, and they probably cut um, – chris brooks to make the room for him too wouldn't be shocked all right on to uh, the patriots now so obviously everybody knows they kept only mac jones at quarterback they did wave bailey zappy and Malik cunningham then brought both of them back to the practice squad after they went unclaimed we already talked about that um are you still going to hold on to zappy in leagues or is he one of those uh quarterbacks you don't want
2: i have no zappy but the fact that they would expose him to waivers. And then him back on the practice squad tells me they probably don't
1: see him as their future. So, yeah, okay. no interest. I would I would cut him. OK, uh, they kept only two running backs as well. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson and Zeke Elliott. Both of those guys were going to roster. That's uh, pretty standard for most leagues. And then wide receiver. So Juju Smith-Schuster, Tyquan Thornton, who is going to go to IR for the first four weeks. Devontae Parker. Kendrick Bourne, Kayshawn Boutte, Demario Douglas, and Matt Slater. Matt Slater's just a special teams player. So I think Juju, you can roster still. I think Devontae Parker is borderline rosterable. Kendrick Bourne. Not,
2: not in lineup.
1: Done. Okay. See ya. Kendrick Bourne, same thing.
2: Very few lineup leagues while I hold Kendrick Bourne. It's gotta be like a start 12, 14 team or something like that. Otherwise, I, yeah. no thanks.
1: And I don't even want to hold Thornton anymore. Uh, He's going on IR to start the year. I'm kind of done with him, too.
2: And a little advice here. If you got Taequann Thornton, like, trade him for Fab. That'd be the kind of guy I would cut. I'm not even putting him on the IR because he's literally just destined to be roster clogger. Mm. So if I can get anything for him, fourth rounder, Fab dollars, I'd rather have that. And... Best ball, man, you got to think Demario Douglas if he's healthy and Boutet are going to get a chance. Yeah, they're
1: definitely going to get a chance. I agree.
2: So I think, I mean, you got to hold
1: those guys in best ball, don't you? I think so, yeah. And then just to bring it back to Thornton really quick, um, you should have just listened to me last year and not even fucking wasted a draft pick on him. I have none. Okay, good job. Thank you for have, listening to me. You have more than me. Yeah, and I didn't draft any of them. I think I got them for free off of waivers.
2: But you're still holding them.
1: No, I think I maybe have one, and he's going to be cut here when I finally go through my rosters. Um, Tight ends. They only kept two as well. They kept Hunter Henry, Mike Gusecki. I'm carrying both of those guys in in all leagues. I'm sure you're the same. Uh, Yeah,
2: I mean, isn't it funny? The Patriots basically slim this down as far as possible. It's like they cut all the
1: cloggers. Pretty much, yeah. They did something special, so I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at the IR players, it's only uh, Trey Nixon right now. Not anybody I'm interested in. And then looking at their practice squad real quick, obviously we mentioned Zappi and Cunningham. They did bring back Ty Montgomery and Kevin Harris to the running back room and thyric Pitts at wide receiver, Pharaoh Brown, and Matt Sokol at tight end. Uh, so what do you uh, Ty Montgomery, Kevin Harris? What are you doing with those two? Cut them, cut them.
2: Okay. I I cut the Ty Montgomerys a couple weeks ago when they signed Zeke, and then I went and cut all my Kevin Harris's today. Could I pick them back up? Maybe, but mm. you know that it's funny. I think Kevin Harris can be a lesson learned because you could have traded Kevin Harris probably for something when they traded Pierre Strong. Mm. Oh, man, they just – the narrative was they chose Kevin Harris over Pierre Strong, right? <laughs> they still got Kevin Harris. So, so they just don't think he's probably any good. He's just a – he's one of those guys where we know he's probably okay, but the league's like, yeah, there's literally 50 of these guys, whether it's this guy or Dwayne McBride or – literally, they're all the same. Right. So okay. we don't really care who has him.
1: All right, on to the New York Jets now. They only kept two quarterbacks as well, Aaron Rodgers and Zach Wilson. So quickly on Zach Wilson, what's your thoughts on him for best ball and lineup leagues? Hmm. I mean, best
2: ball, you can't keep him, can you? I wouldn't. I've caught him. Let somebody okay. else have him. Okay. I mean, honestly, if you're in a roster crunch in a non-best ball league, and I offered you Zach Wilson for five
1: dollars, would you take it? Fab. Uh, it depends on. If- you know, a lot of factors, but if I have an open roster spot, I, I wouldn't mind holding on to him.
2: Even if you're in a contending best ball league, you'd rather have him than pick up, you know, X, X wide receiver three. You'd rather have him over Andre <laughs> Ishovis on waivers in a best ball.
1: Yeah. Cause I think if something happened to Aaron Rodgers, I think Wilson definitely has more value than Osavis will.
2: Okay. But couldn't you say that about 15? Backup well, quarterbacks. Sure.
1: Well, sure. And I think Wilson has shown enough in the preseason that okay, maybe he's not completely broken. Um, if Rodgers, you know, Jets go win the Super Bowl this year and, and Rodgers retires, Wilson's probably their starter next year, at least has a shot at it. I so get what ha- you're saying though, for best ball.
2: Well, talk talk the listeners through it. it this is a construction thing because you obviously mm-hmm. do not have the roster space to hold Every backup that you want to hold, you almost have to look and say, Okay, this league, I'll keep Taylor Heineke. This league, I'll keep Jameis Winston. This league, I'll keep Zach Wilson. Like, you can't hoard them all. Yeah. So, do you, do you, uh, do you give, like, let's say we're in our USFFL leagues, they're 32 man rosters, 13 starters. So, they're hard to roster more than what, like, one backup QB? Assuming you have, like, three starters, how many do you, do you usually say, like, I'll give one?
3: One roster spot to a backup
1: QB. Yeah. Someone that I like that, like a Wilson, a Jameis Winston, somebody like that. So let's say you already have like a Bridgewater and a Winston
2: and you're right up against cuts. Would you try to sell one of those guys so you could recycle and pick up the Zach
1: Wilson on waivers? I would try and sell them. Yeah. Um, I've tried it in a a couple of our leagues so far, haven't had too much success on it. So then I'm just going to have to decide if it comes down to it. Okay. Which ones do I like better? Which ones do I think has a better future and then kind of decide from there is how long we're doing it
2: in those. Do you prioritize the
1: handcuff? Like if you have Rogers, would you want Wilson? Yes, for sure. So, like, um, I think a couple of them, I have Deshaun Watson. So I have DTR, and I think I have two on that team too. So I have Mike White. So I might have to okay. cut like a, a Jameis Winston type. Okay. So even if you're cutting the slightly better one, you'd be willing to keep the handcuff? I think so. Yeah. Especially so okay. I don't get screwed uh, because Fab is, you know, in some of those leagues, Fab is a little tight or we don't even have any Fab because of uh, the way we structured, you know, the Fab and how that works. So. We might not even have any fab to even bid on some of these guys or have a chance at winning one. So, do you play it differently if you have the most fab in the league?
2: Are you willing to be a little more liberal with who you cut?
1: Yeah, I, I could definitely do that because then I can have first claim of whoever I want. If Rodgers breaks his collarbone week one, you know, and Zach Wilson's out there and I can outbid everybody, yeah, sure. Definitely. That's something to look at. Yep. Which goes back to if you can sell, uh, you
2: know, If you're down to cuts and you can sell Winston to the Derek Carr manager literally for like 10 fab.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Now, would he go way more than 10? If he was the starter for a short period of time, yes. But the odds that he he's the one that gets the opportunity versus 10 of the other backups, you're kind of hedging your bets. But if you can accumulate that 10 fab, because there's other backups on the waiver wire, maybe it's better off in the future. You can snipe one from somebody else when... The one on waivers is the one getting the spot start. So you you just have to manage your roster spots with the backup QBs. I see a ton of teams and I look at their QBs and it's like, dude, why do you have Gardner Minshew and Mike White and this guy? Like they're carrying four backups and a lot of times people that have shitty QB rooms carry extra backups and it actually hurts their team even more because they have less players that can fire in the lineup and they have shitty QBs. Yep. It's like, if your QBs suck, you might as well go for more receivers or more tight ends instead, because at least they can score points. True.
1: Yep, I agree with that. Uh, looking at the running backs, they kept Brees Hall, Dalvin Cook, Michael Carter, and a busy Abanacanda, which we pretty much saw coming with those four. Um, I could see Abanacanda kind of being the guy who gets da- game day inactive every kind of week, unless there's an injury here. Don't you kind of feel the same way? Yeah, I mean, we'll see. They,
2: there was a lot of rumblings that they um, were looking to maybe move from Michael Carter, trade him, or maybe he doesn't yeah, make the team. it down between
1: so. Knight and Carter for the final spot, and then they chose Carter. So I could see Carter being the inactive one. Carter being inactive. Yeah, I, we'll have to see how how it shakes out the first couple of weeks. I mean, it could be Carter to start the year until Banacanda, you know, does a little more in practice and earns earns the spot. Um. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see there for sure. It,
2: Carter, obviously Carter, if he's he's too good to be cut in a lineup
1: league, even if he's the number four running back, right? But mm-hmm.
2: is he a cut in best ball? Is he just a clogger?
1: I think so, yeah, because I think Brees and Dalvin are going to get most of the work. If you're yeah. if you're like in a 28-man roster, 25-man roster, and you're really hurting for those cuts, I could see cutting Carter. Um, I think, do you prioritize a Banikanda over Carter in any league? I think, I think I,
3: they're
2: you know. in this I think they're in the same boat in a lineup league. I'd rather have a Banacanda. Okay. But in a best ball, that's the both of those are the type of players in a best ball where you're like, man, mm. if I don't have a taxi and they have to be carried on my active roster, which obviously Carter does because he's been here for three years, like I, I'd rather have the Braxton Berrios or the right. Deontay Hardy. You know what I mean? That's where lineup's totally different than best ball. Like those types of decisions are lineup give me the running back. Right. Best ball, like I want to get rid of those types. I don't want to have the number four running back on the Jets on my bench in a best ball league. It's a guaranteed fucking zero every week.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, receiver, so they kept seven. They kept Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard, McCole Hardman, Randall Cobb, Jason Brownlee, Irvin Charles, and Xavier Gibson. So I think the only ones worth carrying right now are Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard. McCole Hardman, you could probably keep in a best ball, but I could see you having to drop him in a lineup. Uh, there's rumors of Randall Cobb being the starting slot receiver there, but I don't even know how much that even means. I don't even want Cobb on any of my teams. Brownlee's got a nice future. I like him, but it's hard to carry him in a, in a lineup league or a uh, best ball league for sure without an injury. Uh, the other guys are probably just cloggers at this point. What are your thoughts on these receivers?
2: All cloggers, but I got to say I picked up a couple McCall Hardman's in best ball, and, you know, I can definitely see him giving another, you know, would you be shocked if he has 50 catches for 650 yards?
1: I think that would be, like, his best case scenario for me.
2: Uh, I mean, I think the point is he's a best ball winner, and people really didn't take it seriously. I know they took it
3: Mm.
2: a little positive when he went to the Jets versus going to a shitty team, but— right feels like once he left the Chiefs, it was like, yeah, he's done. And it's like, yeah, he's probably the number three on the Jets. And for best ball, he's a guy that probably gives you a couple weeks this year. And he's he's useless. Mm -hmm. He's worthless to people.
1: I'm just not sure if he is the number three because I've just heard that Cobb is. But I don't know. We'll see how that plays out.
2: So you're saying you got to roster Cobb and I don't Hardman want, to start the year?
1: I don't even want Cobb, to be honest, because I know he can't do anything. Hardman, at least I know he's got some speed and can have a little bit of upside on a big play. Um, I don't know. That, one's, that one might be something we have to revisit after week one and kind of see what the snap share is. So would you give me Hardman for a fourth in best ball?
2: Because it sounds like you're you really don't even want to hold him.
1: If I'm in a roster crunch and I have to get rid of somebody and he's my last guy, yeah, I'll give you a fourth form. Or I'll give take the fourth form. All right, cool. Tight ends Conklin, Uzama, Jeremy Ruckert, Kenny Uboa. Honestly, I, the only one I even want to roster is Conklin. I think the other ones are all cloggers. I will
2: roster Ruckert in lineup leagues and I've cut all my Uzama. Yeah. Because it sounds like he was like, I don't, he's probably not going to be the number three, but I think he's clearly behind Conklin and Rucker has a lot more upside. So I could easily see by the end of the year, it's like Uzama's not active and Rucker is. Right. So I, I just, I think Rucker's just a clogger even in best ball or uh, Co- Uzama's just a clogger in best ball. So I just cut all mine. I don't want to deal with that. He's a 30 year old journeyman that has right. had a bunch of injuries before. So yeah, no thanks.
1: Yeah, that's how I felt, too. And then uh, practice squad, uh, they kept uh, Tim Boyle, brought him back as the third quarterback. And Zach Kuntz, they also put on their practice squad as well. And I didn't see anybody on the injured reserve of notes on them. Uh, On to Baltimore now. So quarterbacks, they only kept two. They kept Lamar and Tyler Huntley. Uh, They did not keep Josh Johnson, and I haven't seen uh, them bring him back on the practice squad either, so that was interesting uh, for Baltimore. Obviously, you're keeping Lamar. What about Huntley? Are you uh, holding him everywhere?
2: Uh, I mean, they did bring Anthony Brown and Josh Johnson back on the practice squad, and Huntley was dealing with an injury, so – I said the other day in the chat, I'd almost rather trade Huntley to the Lamar manager for anything because I I think they'd be comfortable going with Josh Johnson or Anthony Brown the same as Huntley. I don't think – I mean, yeah, Huntley has more experience and stuff, but we have no clue what their new offense is going to look like, and do we even know which one of these QBs is better for that offense? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I would sell Huntley. If he's the only one on the roster that people see, yeah, he's the clear backup, I would actually sell him to the Lamar manager see if I can get a third or see if I can get some fab or uh, in a lineup league, give me an extra running back instead of him.
3: Okay.
1: I just wanted to say they have not brought back Josh Johnson. It's only Anthony Brown.
2: Oh, now I was reading I was just reading something where they said the Ravens have backup QB questions with
1: Josh Johnson back and Anthony Brown on the practice squad. Okay, I'm looking at their website, and it says, Veterans Brett Urban, Keevan Seymour, and Josh Johnson are not on the practice squad. That could be an indication that all three could be coming up to the 53-man roster soon once players are moved to injured reserve. So maybe that's yeah, what
2: for. Yeah, this interview with – uh looks like they did – there's an interview with Harbaugh from 30 minutes ago, and it said Josh Johnson is back and Anthony Brown on the practice squad. Okay. So maybe they did add Josh Johnson back to the 53.
1: Okay. Cool. Um, Yeah, and that's an interesting one. We don't even know who the backup was going to be between Johnson and Huntley because that was a really close battle. So we'll have to kind of see maybe who's the inactive one after week one, and maybe that changes. Maybe we drop Huntley for Josh Johnson. Would you do that after week one, knowing Johnson's the backup maybe? I mean,
2: Josh Johnson's been around for literally since like, I mean, he's what, almost in his 20th year. Yeah, Like not, not literally, but he's been around forever. So I'm not really excited about Josh Johnson. This is more of a lot of people probably are still rostering Tyler Huntley. And sure, he hasn't been relevant for a while, but he has started games the last couple of years. And I think you can probably sell him to the Lamar manager for something. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is in a lineup league, I don't even want Tyler Huntley.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Like a, he's not one of the backup QBs where I'm like, I have to have him. In the old system, yes, I was fine with that. But I have no clue what he is right now. So it's like if I can get a, a fourth and Huntley for a third or if I can get 20% of the fab, I will do that. Same as the the deal we were talking about earlier with like Winston. Like I don't even want him. I'd rather just go pick up somebody for free and get, get an asset for him. So mm-hmm. yeah, and it could be Josh Johnson too. Like that's the thing is they could go out. Oh, Tyler Huntley's not healthy. Josh Johnson's the backup. Right. And you're like, now Tyler Huntley, you have to cut. You know, if he's the number three, he's useless. So
1: yeah, get that's, rid of that's, him now. Yeah, we're going to have to see after week one if that changes because, like I said, Johnson played ahead of Huntley all preseason. So mm-hmm. we'll have to see how that one shakes out. Running backs, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, Justice Hill, and Keaton Mitchell. So pretty much the same running backs they've had the last, like, three years, but just adding in Keaton Mitchell. Gus Edwards, I'll still roster in pretty much all leagues. Justice Hill, I'm not, I'm just not interested in him still, even though he had a decent preseason. And Keaton Mitchell's 170 pounds, like basically a return guy. I'm not interested in him either. Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's weird because
2: if the Ravens are a good offense, you want some of their running backs, but all of their running backs are uninspiring. Mm hmm. Even Gus Edwards. Like, there's nothing been positive about Gus Edwards since he tore his ACL two years ago. Right. But yeah, is he really the backup? If Dobbins were to go down, do they just do they ram Gus Edwards 20 times?
1: That's how they've done it in the past. So
2: (sighs) it it feels like you want to have a backup Ravens running back if they're a good team, which I think there'll be at least a chance to have a good offense. Mm -hmm. But I mean, Justice Hill and Gus Edwards, that's the same dudes they've had for years. And then, like you said, Keaton Mitchell is even in a good day. What is he getting? Five touches?
1: Yeah. It's not somebody I want to carry. I mean, unless I'm in a league where I get return yards and, you know, in a best ball return yardage league and I get that, like I'll take some shots at him maybe, but a best
2: ball return yards, 35 plus roster spots, you'll keep
1: him. Yeah. That's a very specific league. Yes. So is uh, he
2: outside of the any running back on a 53? Is he even like below that level? Would you rather have like a practice squad Dwayne McBride over him? Cuz he's an actual running back. Yeah, I think so.
3: Yep. Okay.
1: So that we're just not going to have any Keaton Mitchell then, right? No matter what. Yeah, and I didn't pick up any of them at all during the preseason at all. So Okay. Uh, wide receivers, So, Zay Flowers, Rashad Bateman, Odell Beckham. I think those three are pretty safe on any rosters right now. These other three, I'm gonna say no to, and that's Devin Duvernay, Nelson Aguilar, and Tylen Wallace. What are your thoughts on those three? I mean,
2: can you can you have any like three more gross receivers that are making the team? Right. But if I
1: had to pick one, I think I'd, I'd go with Aguilar over Duvernay.
2: There will be people that are rostering both Aguilar and DuVernay in best ball, but yeah. I, I actually think what's more likely is if there are peripheral non Bateman Beckham flowers weeks, it's going to be, I would, I, I don't want him, but I actually would rather have Charlie Kohler in best ball than those receivers. Cause I think there's a chance they have two tight ends and he could make a play just as much as those guys.
3: Right. So I think best
2: ball, I don't even want those receivers. So yeah, this is not one of the offenses unless this offense just comes out and it's blows the league away. Then I really right. don't want Devin DuVernay or Aguilar, but you look in all of our best ball leagues, Devin Duvernay's rostered in every one of them. Yeah. Every one of them, he's on rosters. Yeah. And then there's just better ones out there on waivers. So that's the
1: edge. If you're willing to grind these depth charts, okay. tight ends, Mark Andrews, Isaiah likely, and Charlie Kohler. So I think Andrews, obviously, likely is probably rostered in every single league. I haven't seen him on waivers. But Kohler I've seen on a few, uh, but you were just talking about him. I don't don't know if I'm going to roster him in too many leagues, but there might be a, f- a select few that I do if, it's, if the tight end premium is enough.
2: I probably won't roster him, and I'm probably one of his bigger fans, but he had a good preseason. He was healthy. So that's the kind of guy where we could look up mid-season and we're like, yeah, he's actually annoying to Isaiah Likely because he's probably close to just as good. And he's a little different. So now he could get hurt or Likely could get hurt, and then the other one just gets the opportunity. But it kind of feels like it's – if if you were rostering Isaiah Likely in best ball and you're hoping to get a couple weeks, like Kohler's a little bit of a thorn to that. You know what I mean? Because the Ravens will use a ton of tight ends. And you know, it's like they used Josh Oliver last year.
3: Mm-hmm. It,
2: Isaiah likely would have done better last year if Josh Oliver didn't have what, like 20 catches? Like it's
1: just enough to be annoying. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah. and then if you look at their uh, practice squad, they kept two guys who can play tight end, so they obviously prioritized the position. So Anthony Brown at quarterback, they kept uh they kept Owen Wright at running back. I don't I don't even remember Owen Wright from preseason. Uh, ben Mason, who's like a fullback tight end, uh, slash guy, Travis uh, Vokalik. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, he was one of the ones that he did pretty decent in the preseason. Uh, they kept him on the practice squad. And then Sean Ryan and Laquan Treadwell at wide receiver on their practice squad. Eh. Yeah, no thanks. All right, on to the Bengals now. So, quarterback, they kept Joe Burrow, Jake Browning. I'm pretty sure both of us don't want to carry Jake Browning. Uh nope, no Jake Browning.
2: I'm, yeah. I am I would consider in a couple weeks, I would consider Will Greer though.
1: Yeah, Will Greer that they did pick up off of uh for the practice squad, that's an interesting one. I could see Greer being better than Browning. But Browning has uh, some legs if he did have to start. He could maybe get you some rushing yards, but uh rostering him right now, no thanks.
2: Yep, agree. Running
1: running backs, uh, Joe Mixon, Travion Mm -hmm. Williams, Chase Brown, and Chris Evans. So Joe Mixon, obviously, in every league. I think the one to roster here right now is Travion Williams. Uh, He's obviously been there since 2019. He's been with the team for a long time. Um, And I think he's probably their best, like, actual backup running back right now because um, from everything you've told me Chase Brown has been dog shit in every facet of the game so far and Chris Evans is probably just like a receiver type I don't think he's the guy that can carry the load like uh, you know Joe Mixon can I think Travion does that better so is Travion Williams if I seen him get cut in a few leagues is that a guy that you're prioritizing the pick up
2: so I've done a 180 on this after looking into it a little more okay this week in Kentucky, every league, I drafted Chase Brown. I think the reason that they put him out there in the situations that they did is they they want him to be the backup. Mm-hmm. Now, is he going to get the first crack at it? Right now, if I had to say if Joe Mixon couldn't go and they needed somebody to take a carry, it would be Chase Brown. Because okay. Travion Williams still hasn't practiced. Okay. So, like, he's not – the job was his, I think, by default. But he hasn't been out there, so unless he's just like healthy and ready to go, I I don't know what they do week one because like he hasn't been out there, so it's hard to say. Yeah, he's clearly earned that role because like he hasn't really earned the role, mm-hmm. like he earned it by default just because he's been there. But he hasn't been with this offense for the entire season, pretty much for the entire preseason. I agree with Evans. I think Evans is just a specialist that will get a couple snaps, uh, maybe return. Kicks every once in a while, but I could also see him be in the a- get game day inactive active, if they get enough right. from Brown and Travion that they don't dress Chris Evans. So I would put it in the order of Mixon, Chase Brown, Travion Williams, Chris Evans. But
1: and I, prob- I also, probably probably got to hold
2: all three because you know who the hell knows what it's going to look like.
1: Right. Okay. I also wouldn't be shocked if we see here in a day or two that comes across our. Uh wait Twitter or whatever that says hey Leonard Fournette is signed with the Bengals or Kareem Hunt is signed with the Bengals. Uh I wouldn't be shocked at that either. I think only if Williams is not able to come back and like they have to put
2: him on IR or something like that. That'd okay. be the only way. I, I honestly I've never heard I haven't heard a thing about them being interested in any running backs. Okay. Which is weird. You'd think they'd be a team that would be looking at
1: one of those veterans, but mm-hmm. they have not So okay. Now, here's an interesting one. So, obviously, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, were keeping everywhere. The two rookies, Andre Osevis and Charlie Jones. Um, what are you doing with those two in, uh, like, best ball and lineup leagues? And, and Trenton and Irwin is there, too, that they kept.
2: I mean, I hate to sound like a homer, but they might have hit on two decent receivers that at least can provide some depth. So, I think you have to roster both in best ball, honestly. That's where I was at, too, yep. Like, and I know Charlie Jones has that shoulder injury, which is like a little disappointing because he's going to be hampered by it all year. But he, the first game is like, he got injured before uh, the second game. And I believe was injured in the first game or in practice. And then he played the first game with the shoulder injury. Then the second game he played a little more. And then like, he actually looked better in the third game. And you're like, all right, I thought, okay, he's dead. I, I think I even texted you like I'd rather have a Chauvis than Charlie Jones because he's going to deal with this injury, right? Mm-hmm. But then he actually made a couple catches, and I'm like, all right, maybe he can still be out there. So, yeah, I think you got to keep both in best ball, but the likelihood that you know either of them are relevant without an injury is probably pretty low. But mm-hmm. I think they showed enough that if they had to fill in because of like an in-game injury or something, there would be
1: a, an opportunity one of them could make a play. Right. I'm trying to look for the quote from today, but uh, Burrow was out there practicing today um, and did all that. And one of his first throws was to uh, Charlie Jones today. I guess it was like a really good throw. And Jamar Chase had a quote from after practice that said Joe Burrow is going to make Charlie Jones into a really good player. Uh, something along those lines. So that was interesting to me to, to read that. So if Charlie Jones or Osavis are on my waiver wires, I might take a look at uh, both of them.
2: So does that mean that everyone last year that was holding Trenton Irwin, he can get cut?
1: Yeah, I think so, because I don't think he's going to play over any of those two. Like If, if uh, you know Higgins or Boyd or whoever got hurt, I think uh, those two would play before him now. I don't think and, they really had anybody last year they could really trust. you know. And were, are you pumped for these backup tight ends back for Irv Smith? uh, No. That would be Irv Smith, Drew Sample, Mitchell Wilcox. Don't uh, roster any of those two guys. Uh, nobody on their injured reserve. And then their practice squad. So they did bring in Will Greer, which we mentioned. Uh, running back, they did bring in Demetric Felton. So that could be a guy. Um, that could pop up over Chris Evans at some points. That's
2: probably like another Chris Evans,
1: like it's like a Chris
2: Evans backup. If Chris Evans just, they don't trust him, then they could, they could give Felton a chance.
1: Yep. And maybe, um, getting some Intel on the Browns for week one as well. I could see that. Yeah. Uh, Wide receivers, so they brought in Sheldrick Jackson, Kwame Lasseter, and Stanley Morgan, who's been with the team for a while. I could see them bringing up Stanley Morgan every week to play special teams. Um, And then tight end, they brought back Tanner Hudson as well. So you know these guys probably a little better than I do. Any of them kind of stand out or no?
2: Uh, Well, Shedrick Jackson is Bo Jackson's nephew, but I'm just not sure how good he is. Uh, Stanley Morgan will be active every week cause they, they think he's like the best special team player possible. So he'll yep. be active probably over. I say this to start the year would be my guess. Yep. Uh, and then Felton and I mean, it's funny. I kind of like Felton as much as I like Travion Williams and Chris Evans. And then I kind of like Tanner Hudson better than both backup tight ends,
1: mm-hmm. but I think I agree with you on all of them. They're
2: on the practice squad. So but I could see if like like if herb Smith goes down, I could see Tanner Hudson being the tight end you'd want to pick up not Mitchell Wilcox or Drew Sample because those guys are they're just they're they're just thug blockers, you know what I mean like I'm not interested in either one of them so like and Hudson was the one he made like three or four catches in the preseason where he actually looked but hasn't that been Tanner Hudson's career? He always looks like he's athletic and can make good plays in the receiving game but like how many fucking times has he been cut?
1: Yeah, like three or four times we've talked about him on for the last three or four years, is what I'm trying to say. But we've talked about him. He's been on the Giants, Tampa Bay. Uh, I'm sure there's another one or two in there as well that he's been on. And we're like, damn, this guy's good. Like, he's like, you know, somebody I want to pick up. And we've held him on a couple teams and then, you know, just never works out for whatever reason.
3: Mm hmm.
1: Uh, all right, so on to Cleveland now. So they kept two quarterbacks, Deshaun Watson, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. Uh, I mean, DTR is one of the better rookie quarterbacks this preseason, so I think he's a guy that shouldn't be on any waiver, wires. I think you got to keep him.
2: Uh, I agree. Okay. I agree. you you got to have him. Okay. Top 10 back up to roster. Easy.
1: Yep, and especially with his rushing upside if he hit, did happen to get in there. Uh, Running backs, Nick Chubb, Jerome Ford, and Pierre Strong, who they just traded for from the Patriots. I think all three of those guys are rosterable rosterable in every kind of format. And then wide receivers, Amari Cooper, Donovan Peoples-Jones, Elijah Moore, and Cedric Tillman. I think those are the four guys you have to roster in pretty much every format. And then they still have David Bell and Marquise Goodwin. I think David Bell is cuttable everywhere. He just hasn't proven anything. And then Marquise Goodwin, I mean, he just came back from blood clots, so I don't even know if he'll even be ready to start Week 1 or even get any playing time in Week 1, but I think he's just maybe like a best ball dart. Like if you're in a super deep best ball league and you just need to pick up somebody that could maybe get a home run for you that week, that would be the guy. He's going to have maybe like one or two of those types of plays this year at some point, but I think that's all he's good for.
2: I'm guessing at his age, he's the guy that we look up on Monday and he played 19% of the snaps. And it was just like, he's going to run six routes where he just pulls the defense. That's it. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. I think so.
2: I, I did see the Browns brought in uh, PJ Walker.
1: Yeah. Thanks.
2: And awesome. Alex Leatherwood.
1: Yes. Now the Leatherwood, I can understand because we have probably the best offensive line coach in the league and bill Callahan. So, I can see that. Like, they're thinking, okay, we maybe mold this guy into something on our practice squad, just kind of kick the tires, see if there's any talent there that Callahan can get out of him. Cause Callahan has done that with lesser players, um, and, and done a lot more. So, I think that was a good pickup. PJ Walker, though, no thanks. That one, I could see him being, I'd rather have Kellen Mond than PJ Walker at this point. Hmm. Um, and then the tight ends real quick. Joku, Jordan Akins, Harrison Bryant. Uh, I do think Akins is the backup. I think Harrison Bryant has kind of fallen to like the third tight end. Joku, obviously you're carrying. Akins. I've picked him up in some like start two tight end leagues or higher premium leagues. I think I'm okay with rostering him. And then me and you kind of talked about pre-show. Harrison Bryant, we've kind of cut everywhere.
2: Yes, I have cut all my Harrison Bryant's,
1: and I think
2: best ball only for Akins. But I do think Akins is one of those like backup tight ends you can justify just because the way the team plays. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can see him, you can literally get him for nothing. But some of our best ball leagues where your tight ends suck, like I actually think Akins is a guy to re pick up. And I had cut him all in the offseason. Mm-hmm. when he actually signed with the Browns. I was like, yeah, that's not relevant because he's going to be behind Harrison Bryant. But I agree with you; they didn't bring him in just so he can do nothing. Like he's played this role every year. If you look at his stats, I mean, he has between like 15 and 30 catches for like five straight years. Right. So he is what he is. You know what I mean? But there's going to be one or two weeks where he hits your lineup. So I think that's where you got to roster him.
1: It's like half the time. If he just scores a red zone touchdown, he's probably in your lineup that week, you know? So, yep. Um, And then injured reserve guys, Michael Woods, no thanks. Jakeem Grant, he's dead. Uh, That's about it for that. And then practice squad, so they brought back uh, P.J. Walker, who we mentioned earlier. Uh, Running backs, they brought back Hassan Hall, the undrafted rookie that they brought in. I didn't see anything great for him. I'm not interested in him. Uh, Wide receivers, Jalen Darden, uh, Austin Watkins. I still like Austin Watkins, but I can't justify keeping him right now when he's on the practice squad. If there was uh, a wrath of injuries to the Browns, wide receiver core and Watkins gets called up. I think I'm gonna pick up um pick him up for sure in a couple spots. And then Zare Mitchell Payton at tight end, not anybody I'm interested in.
2: Are you still holding Jakeem Grant? Hell no. He's so
1: <laughs> dead. He's like roadkill on the side of the road now, unfortunately. Sucks, but um, it is. Yeah. It is what it is. All right, on to Pittsburgh now. So they kept three quarterbacks again Kenny Pickett, Mitch Trubisky, Mason Rudolph. Uh, Mason Rudolph should be on every waiver wire. Trubisky is probably pretty close to that. I think I just don't think he's very good. It is what it is.
2: Yeah, I mean, he's a he's bottom half of the league, probably backups at this point, but it. Put it this way. You have to realize that Trubisky was also got a very limited window on an absolutely shitty team last year. Right. So if the team's going to be better, which everyone's talking about Pittsburgh, ah, oh, their offensive lines better, or at least improved its average, which was a far better than what it's been the last couple of years.
3: Mm-hmm. And then just
2: their overall offense is going to be better. Right. I don't know. I mean, I think you got a Trubisky's going to be out there, but wouldn't be shocked if he has a couple starts this year and, you know, he's he's a QB, two Like, it is what it
1: is, but he's a backup to be on the Raider. Okay. Running backs, uh Najee Harris, Jalen Warren, and Anthony McFarland, Jr. Um, obviously, Najee and Jalen Warren are pretty much owned everywhere. McFarland, I did pick up a couple of his, but I've noticed on some of those teams, like, he's probably going to have to be one of my cuts just because – the Steelers really don't use that third running back at all. And he's been in that role before and they never used him either. So I've kind of, uh, he's one of the ones that I end up cutting a lot.
2: Yeah. Doesn't he kind of feel like another Travion Williams where he's just like the team likes him, but if there's ever opportunity, they never give it to him. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, he, he might get like one or two carries a week, but that's it. And that's not somebody I want on my team's.
2: Like, like, would he be relative if Jalen Warren got injured, or would they just feed
1: Najee? They'd probably just sign Benny Snell back, to be honest. I, <laughs> uh, I just, I mean, he might have a, a few games if that happened, but I, I, I don't know. I just don't think he can handle that workload. I think he's a little too small. Okay. Uh, Wide receiver, so Deontay Pickens, Allen Robinson Those guys are locks in on all of our rosters Uh, Miles Boykin didn't know he was still in the league Surprised they kept him Uh, Calvin Austin III and Gunnar Olszewski Olszewski's just pretty much a really good special teams player Calvin Austin did show a little bit though What do you think about him? I don't have any, but would you roster him in best ball? I think so. I think that that's a guy that could get a home run shot as the fourth receiver. Like the Steelers have used multiple wide receivers in the past, like that. So I could see it. Um, he might have like one or two games, kind of like Marquise Goodwin. And wouldn't you say between Robinson, Deontay, and George Pickens, he's the only
2: one on their team that has any speed?
1: Yeah, I mean those other guys are fast, but not like Calvin Austin fast. Yeah, so him and McFarland are probably the two fastest on the offense.
2: Yeah, I'm just looking at the rest. I mean, I'm looking at all of their guys are slow. Yeah, Pickens and Deontay are slow. Robinson's clearly slow at this point. Pat Fryermuth's not fast. I mean, he might be the one guy that's just kind of like a decoy,
1: like the Marquise Goodwin of the mm-hmm. team, you know? Right. And he's healthy this year, so that's good. Um, and then tight ends, Pat Fryermuth, Darnell Washington, and Connor Hayward. Um, obviously, Fryermuth and I... Darnell Washington, I haven't seen on waivers, so I think he's pretty much owned everywhere. A lot of people, even in high stakes leagues, um, have picked up Darnell Washington like late in the draft. I've seen too, and then Connor Hayward. I could see Connor Hayward being a guy who gets like a couple touchdowns a year as well, but not somebody I really want to roster. You,
2: you like Darnell Washington in best ball? Can you see a world where he gets like eight touchdowns?
1: Absolutely, yes. So he's definitely a guy I want to own in best ball leagues. And I think lineup leagues, You, if he's on waivers, I'm probably going to pick him up. Like I'm not going to let him sit out there. Like if Fryermuth gets another concussion again, I'm definitely interested in some Darnell Washington starting. Yep, you're right. So, um, and then looking at their practice squad here real quick. Um, Greg Bell, who had a injury with the Lions like two years ago. He's there. I'm not somebody I'm interested in. Uh, Des Fitzpatrick, one of your favorite players, and Rodney Williams at tight end. Next. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. All right, Texans. Uh, looking at quarterback situation here, they kept all three. CJ Stroud, Davis Mills, Case Keenum. I think Davis Mills would be the guy to own here, but I don't even want to own him. Uh, Case Keenum, I think it's kind of just like a player coach at this point for C.J. Stroud. Yep, agree. Running backs, Damian Pierce, Devin Singletary, Mike Boone, Dare, Ogunwale. Uh, I like Pierce and Singletary to hold on to pretty much every league. Boone and uh, Dare, I don't I don't think I'm going to hold on to those guys in any of my leagues, to be honest.
2: You're not holding any Mike Boons.
1: I don't think so. I used to have a shit ton, and I dropped them all um, after he got hurt in Denver. I don't. I never picked him back up. No, I don't think I have any. Okay, and that used to be one of my guys. That was like in the twenties that I used to own, like share wise. So,
2: right now I have twenty seven percent Mike Boone. So
1: we're definitely on different sides of that
2: now. It's probably just because he's the number three on a what's probably a bad team. So hmm. maybe it is just a, it's a waste of space.
1: I think so. Yeah, but we'll see. Maybe you know. Maybe it after week one we see that he plays. I don't know. If, 15 16 snaps on offense and gets a couple carries so maybe that changes yep uh, uh, wide receiver so nico collins robert woods noah brown are going to be the starters right now uh john mechie tank dell and xavier hutchinson made the team so honestly man i think five of these receivers are probably keepable right now because we just don't know how they're gonna all mesh together but what are you doing with like those top five
2: I mean, the only one that I would say is cuttable, probably in best ball, would be Xavier Hutchinson.
1: Right, I agree.
2: But you could see a world where Xavier Hutchinson's relevant in best ball, just because I mean, look who's ahead of him: Noah Brown and Robert Woods. Like those guys probably suck. Mm-hmm. So I, you could probably you could squint and say why you want all six Texans receivers, but outside of Nico Collins,
1: I, I kind of uh, I'm on like the. John Mechie might suck. Like, I know it sucked
3: with yeah, his cancer and
1: stuff, but he hasn't really done anything even in the preseason. And he could just end up being bad. Like just not a good player. So that's another one I'm gonna have to watch out for. I don't have too much of him. So
2: none. I got rid of them all as soon as he got yeah, cancer. Yeah. Don't got time for cancer. <laughs> oh man. Not, all right. it, I mean, it's it's true. Like, I'm that's not a knock on John Mechie. When he had that, I'm not gonna hold a fringe receiver that i can get a third for or whatever
1: like right sucks the same with foster moreau i mean i I don't even want to carry robert woods i think i have him on one team too so that's another guy i could probably end up just cutting if i need to to be honest yeah okay uh tight ends i think there's only one guy even worth keeping here and that's dalton schultz uh tegan Quateriano and Brevin Jordan are still here. I've cut all my Brevin Jordan. I have none of him anymore. And Tegan is just kind of like a a blocker type. Uh, Not anybody I'm interested in.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at this team. Like we already mentioned the receivers. Like any of the receivers could be relevant. And other than Schultz, there isn't really another skill player outside of the top two running backs that I'm like, I really want. Best ball, nobody. Mm-hmm. but it. I think the, the bigger picture idea is like for a wide receiver depth chart like this, this is the opposite of what you'd see in a lineup league where like they just have a bunch of running backs and they're all on the active roster. And you're like, who do I carry? Mm-hmm. It's the same here. So, you know, like with the Mechie thing, when there's just one little thing that happens and it's like, yeah, Mitch Mechie, unfortunately gets cancer is out for the year. Like that's in best ball. You got to just turn that roster spot. You know what I mean? Like you you can't sit there and go, well, I'll wait a little longer. I'll wait another year. I get it. There's IR spots and whatever, but like sometimes it's best ball can be a very insensitive format. You know what I mean? Because it's Mm -hmm. like I cannot afford guy a guy's out for eight weeks. I can't afford to keep them. Right. Don't Mm -hmm. even care who it is unless they're just like an unbreakable asset. Mm -hmm. Like if they're a fourth receiver, they're cut. Exactly. That's it. Let someone else pick them up and hold them. So barring that your rules allow you to stash players, which, you know, I think in best ball, you really shouldn't allow people to stash a bunch of players on IR either. You know, you should make people decide who they want on their active roster. So sometimes it's just, you got to be ruthless in best ball, but people don't realize how important it is to have active players in every spot. And if a guy's going to miss a season or miss a month, like you you, ha- you just have to make the move. You cannot hold on to the names. Even right. less in, best, in less in best ball
1: than lineup. Lineup, you can keep some names at the bottom if you don't want to cut them. But. Okay. And then the only guy in their practice squad so far that's on offense, Johnny Johnson. I don't think either of us are going to carry Johnny Johnson. Nope. Uh, all right, on to the Colts. Anthony Richardson, Gardner Minshew, Sam Ellinger. I think this is pretty much Richardson's job You know, here going forward, obviously. So I don't even know if I even want Gardner Minshew. I don't want to roster
2: him, but if Richardson were to get hurt, you probably would want Gardner Minshew.
1: Yeah, I agree.
2: But I just don't know if... Is he in the Jameis Winston range of like you value him that much that you'd keep him despite him not playing?
1: I don't... Yeah, I guess so, because he is, I mean, when he has played, he has done pretty good. So, you know, like, last year when he started for Jalen Hurts those couple weeks at the end of the year, like, he was fantasy relevant. So, I think yes. Yep, agree. And then Ellinger, if you are holding him, I don't know what you're doing. Yep. Running backs: So, Zach Moss, Dion Jackson, and Evan Hull. Uh, I think he's got to roster all three of these in all three formats right now until you see how this kind of shakes out with the uh, with the Colts' backfield.
2: Yeah, I think you have to uh, monitor this to see if they sign somebody too or if JT yeah. comes back. But, uh, so let me ask you this. Would you be selling uh, all of these Colts' running backs right now if someone else values them as, hey, that's going to be the guy even for
1: like a week or two? Yeah, if so uh, you're not going to get a second for any of these guys, but just sell them for any third? Is that kind of where, where you're looking at? Probably. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm on board with that because I don't think any of these three are guys that I'm going to like. just be distraught over if I lost them and they ended up actually having like a 1,000-yard season. Like I'm not going to really care because I don't think any of these three would have a starting job next year. You know, so yeah, yeah, I think I'm I'm okay with selling any of those three for a third right now. Yep. Agree. Uh, Wide receiver. So they only kept three receivers, Michael Pittman, Alec Pierce and Josh Downs. Uh, They just cut Isaiah McKenzie today. So they're obviously going to be picking up some receivers or activating some off of their practice squad. Um, But, yeah, I think Pittman, Pierce and Downs are guys you're just going to have to roster in every format. Yeah, I'm surprised they went down to three receivers. Like that's
3: Yeah, that's pretty
1: extreme. Yeah. You don't see that very often, but but they've also had like all their like four, five, six, seven receivers the last couple of years have been absolutely terrible. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Um and then tight ends, they kept five tight ends. So Jelani Woods, who just hurt his hamstring again today. I think he's gonna go to IR. Uh, so then Mo Alley cox Kylan Granson, Will Mallory, and Drew Ogletree. Um, from what I've seen in the preseason, it's kind of been Granson and Ogletree have been the two main like starters, with uh, Woods being out most of the preseason, Mo Alley-Cox has missed some time, Will Mallory missed a little time in the beginning and then came back here lately. Uh, but I think it's Granson and Ogletree are going to be the two guys, and I think I would be okay rostering both of them. Man, what do you do with all these tight ends? I think Woods you got to keep just because of the talent. Mo Cox, I'm done with. So in a best ball league with no – best
2: ball with no IR, are you really wanting to keep Jelani Woods?
1: I think I got to, yeah. Man. It's tough,
2: but I think so, yeah. It's a, it's such a ruthless game, man. Like if, if you cannot hilarious. put him on the R and he could be out for half the year with an injury and there's four other tight ends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I guess Isn't it funny- depends on how many roster spots you have too. like, if it's like 25, 28, I, I might have to.
2: Yeah. I could see a re I could justify a reason why you cut every one of the Colts tight ends. Right.
1: Do you agree with me, though, that if you had to pick, like, one or two, it's Ogletree and Granson right now?
2: Yeah, which is funny because f- six months ago, those were both the ones we
1: were like, those guys are the ones that are dead. Right. For sure. I was surprised one of these guys didn't get, like, traded to Carolina and uh, since Frank Reich knows them all, basically, other than Mallory. So I was kind of a little shocked at that. Um, And then looking at their IR guys, obviously, Jonathan Taylor's on there right now with the pup stuff. He's going to miss the first four games. Uh, Ashton Doolin, he uh, tore his ACL a week or two ago. He's dead. Cut him. Ricky Seals Jones, your favorite. Uh, He's on IR, too. I don't want him. Uh, Looking at the practice squad, uh, there's no quarterbacks. Running backs, they kept Jake Funk and Jason Huntley not interested in either of those two wide receivers dj montgomery amari rogers mike strawn and jawan winfrey so a couple of those guys could end up coming up here i know they liked amari rogers quite a bit i wouldn't be shocked if he's up um they've had strawn and has been you know with that team for a couple years but obviously a new coaching staff jawan winfrey I've liked him for a couple of years. He just hasn't gotten a shot. Maybe this is his time. I don't know. I don't really want to carry any of them though. I'm guessing you're the same.
2: Yeah, I'm the same. And you know they didn't bring Kenyon Drake back to the practice squad either. So that's one of those that I had a lot of. And yeah, yep. probably, probably probably cool. cut him at this point unless he shows back up and he's on an active roster sometime in the mid season because a team needs a body. That's the only time. But if you just roster him, he's an easy cut.
1: Uh, on to Jacksonville, two quarterbacks, Trevor Lawrence and C.J. Bethard. I'm not carrying Bethard anywhere, are you? No, sir. Okay. Running backs, Travis Etienne, Tank Bigsby, Jamichael Hasty, and De'Ernest Johnson. So, obviously, the first two is rostered everywhere. Hasty and Dearness Johnson... I think I like De'Ernest Johnson better than Hasty. Um, they signed him this off season, so obviously they prioritized him a little bit. And he just was flat out better than Hasty in the preseason game. So if I have to choose between those two, it'd be De'Ernest over Hasty.
2: Probably agree, but this could be one of those backfields where they use four, and the backup right. situations aren't clear. So you you probably have to roster all four, but it feels like. You know, Hasty could be the Boston Scott and, you know, Mm -hmm. Dearness could be like basically like the Gainwell role from last year on the Eagles. You know, like it's they have four guys, but two of them are irrelevant. Right. Even with an injury, it's like I don't even know which one I would want as the backup. So you got to roster all four, though. They're on a good they're on a good offense. And they brought in both Hasty as a, a resign and Dearness as a free agent. Like they wanted both of them back. Right. So these weren't just like yeah camp bodies like the, this was their backfield from the beginning. You even said it, like a, a guy like Snoop Connor had almost no chance to make the team because they yeah. clearly showed they liked the other guys better than
3: him.
1: Absolutely. Uh, looking at their wide receivers, so Calvin Ridley, Zay Jones, Christian Kirk, those three are locks. Um, Elijah Cooks, Tim Jones, Jamal Agnew, Parker Washington. I think the only one I would consider caring is Parker Washington because I think he's the most talented of the those four guys that I mentioned. Um, I know you know Agnew has had some games in the past, but I'm not I'm not buying into it anymore. Uh, but would you agree with me on Parker Washington or maybe just a best ball only?
2: Best ball only, but is he even a guy you'd hold in best ball? Because I can see early in the year where he's not even active.
1: Yeah, I mean, we could see after week one if they even have him active, but I think he's better than Tim Jones and Elijah Cook, so I'd imagine he would be maybe the fifth receiver um, if Agnew's ahead of him. Agnew's going to be the returner, most likely, but Parker Washington can return kicks, too. So here's the question.
2: From like a best ball perspective, would you rather roster a Parker Washington or Deontay Hardy? Probably Hardy. So at that point, the youth or upside doesn't matter. You want the guy that's playing. Right, yes. And I think okay. Hardy
1: is probably starting in that slot receivers role for them. So I probably would rather have him. Yep. And
2: they kept but, Luke
1: Farrell. Yeah, which was very.
2: He survived. the was the, the, the second regime. He survived again.
1: Yeah, which is yeah very shocking to me because they like that Garrett Prince and they haven't even haven't even brought him back on um the practice squad so i don't know if something happened there maybe he got injured or they just haven't signed him yet uh but evan ingram luke farrell and brenton strange i think evan ingram you got to keep luke farrell has been on every waiver wire i've looked at uh brenton strange wh- what do you think about him i've i have him on a few teams
2: tried to sell him
1: picks sell him. fab yeah okay um, and then looking at the reserves, uh, Jalen Moore, wide receiver. No thanks. All right, looking at the Wait, wait, squad. wait, wait, wait! Seth Williams and Jacob Harris. I don't have them on my reserves. They have they have Jacob Harris. Oh, well, that I meant reserves as an IR. I was getting to the practice squad now.
2: Oh, okay, okay. I was saying the practice squad. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, so quarterback Nathan Rourke that they kept, who had a, a decent preseason. He's just going to be their third. Uh, running back they did bring back Snoop Connor. I'm uh, still not interested in him. And then wide receivers, Seth Williams, Jacob Harris. They brought back um tight end Derek Parrish. And that's it. Nope. Um Yeah, I don't I'm not interested in Seth Williams or Jacob Harris. Agreed. Yeah. All right. Move you stop on. Me, you stopped me from that. Thanks. All right. Titans. Quarterbacks, Ryan Tannehill, Malik Willis, Will Levis. I think all three of them probably are owned in most leagues. I think in best ball, I think I can... I think I would keep Levis. I think I'd drop Malik Willis. Yeah, best
2: ball, you drafted yourself into a trap with with Will Levis.
1: I agree, yeah.
2: Because now you're like, I just hope he's ever relevant this year, and... It's not looking like he's going to be, which means you're just stuck with another. It's basically like drafting another like Jameis Winston type. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's really what you drafted. So,
1: yeah, it's kind of like Matt Corral from a couple years ago. You're so like, how oh, do you move?
2: How do ball. you move Levis in a best ball? I mean, would you uh, trade a Levis? Le, would you trade Will Levis for like uh, Tyler Boyd? I think so. Yeah. What about a uh, KJ Osborne?
1: Yeah, it's pretty, pretty similar, yeah.
2: So like a third or fourth receiver that can give you a couple
1: games. You'd almost rather have that than roster Will Levis. Yeah, but I wouldn't sell Will Levis for like a third. I would want like a second if I could get it. But if somebody just offered me a random third for Will Levis, I'll probably just keep Levis.
2: Isn't that inter- interesting though? Because in best ball, can you buy a guy like Tyler Boyd for a third?
1: Uh, Probably, yeah.
2: In a, a lineup league, a lineup league you can't even get a third for a guy
1: like Tyler Boyd. Right. So yeah, it's interesting how how each league or format works out like that.
2: No, I think what that is is that is kind of and I don't want to toot my own horn, but that is a lot of the just hammering home the roster construction stuff where leagues are a lot smarter now where it used to be If you had guys like Tyler Boyd, K.J. Osborne, Hunter Renfro, you could sell every one of those guys in a lineup league to some dummy for a third, and then you pick up a free running back, and you basically got a third and a free running back out of a roster-clogger receiver that you're never going to start. Right Now it's like you put those guys on the block in a lineup league, and no one will even trade for them, but they're too good for you to cut. Mm. So you're just stuck.
1: All right. What about... Um, our uh, listeners out there that are have Malik Willis right now. What are you doing with him?
2: Yeah, I think he's in Will Levis's situation, but pain, he has pain. less. He probably has less like value upside because he's already failed. Mm-hmm. But he could be the backup. But like the problem is with the Titans. If you have Will Levis or Malik Willis, you're sitting there going like, I can see a path where they have value or they play.
1: Mm. But, like, I don't even want either one. Yeah, so you'd rather have, like, Jameis Winston over both. The only thing about
2: Malik Willis is that I think in a very short term, like, he's probably as good as, like, a DTR type. If he Mm -hmm. got one start, I'd be like, I'd be okay having him. Mm -hmm. Now, the the only thing about Malik Willis that we don't know is we know he can run. But even if – so here's my thing. I've picked Malik Willis up in a couple leagues. But now I think about this more, even if they said, okay, he's going to start week two, is there even a guarantee they wouldn't do anything, but just let him throw like 10 times? And, Cause that's exactly what they did to him
1: last year. Like the And if he
2: game. doesn't, if he doesn't run, then he's useless. Cause he's, yeah, they're not exactly. even letting him do anything. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, I'm okay with dropping him. So just let somebody else clog their team yeah, with him. Let
1: somebody else clog it. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, I think um, I'm like, that's I think, where I'm at. I, and I'd honestly still would rather have Levis over Willis. Mm-hmm. R- running backs, um, I think all three are rosterable, and that's Derrick Henry, Tajay Spears, and Julius Chestnut. You agree with those?
2: Yep, and you can cut all your Hassan Haskins, even though he made oh, the yeah. team. You can cut him. Yeah, he
1: went to, he went right to IR. So yeah, cut him. He's done for the year. Wide receivers. This one's super easy. You keep DeAndre Hopkins, Traylon Burks, everyone else is a cut. So, Nick Westbrook Akine, maybe you can keep him in a best ball. That'd be the only one. Colton Dowell, Chris Moore, Kyle Phillips, Kiaris Jackson. I'm not keeping any of those guys. I would think Westbrook Akine, maybe in like a deep best ball league, would be the only one I'd even consider. Yes, this team's fucking terrible. Just move on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then tight ends, Chig Conklo. Everyone owns him. Trevon Wesco. no thanks. Josh Wiley, I like the profile. I just think it's going to take him a little bit. Uh, so he's droppable in pretty much every format. Yep, I agree. Um nobody on the reserves and then the practice squad for the Titans. I only have Mason Kinney right now. Oh, they hear some more, uh, Trey Sean Harrison, Thomas, Adokia, Kevin Raider, tight ends. Then that is it. Nobody I've ever even heard of other outside of Mason Kinsey. Nope. All right. So now we're going to look at the Broncos here, uh, quarterbacks, Russell Wilson, Jarrett Stidham, uh, only keeping Wilson. Jared Stidham was pretty bad this preseason, so I'm not interested in him. I'm guessing you agree.
2: I've picked him up in a couple spots, but that's one of those where it's like if there's nobody better to pick up, there's not a running
1: back available, then you'll just keep a backup quarterback. But, yeah, not really excited about him. Okay, Javante Williams, Samaje P. Ryan Jaleel McLaughlin at running back. I like all 3 going to have all three on my rosters if I can. I think you agree.
2: I'm curious on why you like McLaughlin over somebody like Keaton Mitchell.
1: Just because he showed me he can make some plays, and there and Sean Payton has a history of using UDFA running backs and isn't afraid to. Cup. so I'm okay with it. And they literally have nobody else. Like uh, Keaton Mitchell has three guys to compete with, whereas McLaughlin only has these two, and one of them is coming off major injury. Yeah. So I could definitely see McLaughlin having some, some playing time for sure. Yep. Fair. Uh, wide receivers. So Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Marvin Mims. Definitely. Those three are owned every league. Brandon Johnson, Philip Dorsett, who they just signed today. I'm not interested in any of those guys.
2: Yep. Uh, Don't care about
1: any other receivers outside of those top three. Easy. Right. And, Honestly, any of these tight ends I could care less about, too. Uh, Dulcich, I was a big Dulcich fan, but he's just not fitting in with this offense for some reason, it seems like. Uh, Maybe I just have to see it on the field this year before I change my mind, but I've kind of soured on him. Adam Troutman sounds like he might be, like, the starter. Chris Manhurst is just a blocker, and Nate Adkins they kept. I don't even know who that is.
2: So, best ball, you're not interested in rostering Troutman?
1: Best ball, I, I would roster Troutman just because I think
2: he's the starter right now, yeah. He's just going to be on the field probably half the snaps at least. you got to at least have them on a roster, I think.
1: Exactly, yep. And Dulcich, I don't know. I'm not too interested in him, to be honest, right now. I mean, how, hard, how
2: far down have you pushed him? You probably updated your dynasty ranks. Is he, like, outside your top 20 at this point?
1: Oh, yeah, easy, easy. Like, you, would you rather have, like, the... I'd rather have Jelani Woods, probably. Would you rather have Hunter Henry over him? Yes, I'd rather have Hunter Henry. I'd rather have Jelani Woods, Jerv Smithson, Irv Smith, Gerald Everett. Yeah, I'd rather have those. Aiden guys. Hurst. Mm, that's the fact close. that it's even a debate uh, shows right, how far yeah. he's fucking fallen, right? Uh, right, exactly. Especially for me because I was big on him, but
2: um, so he's gone from like outside the top twelve. From like inside the top 12 to outside what, like your damn near top, like outside almost the top 30. He's probably close
1: to like the 30 range. Yeah. I mean, like honestly, you ever like, have Isaiah likely or him.
2: Yeah, that's a good one. Here's another one. Like, why is he better than Daniel
1: Bellinger? They're both probably backups, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, and Bellinger's done just as good as he has. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I don't know if it's just this system or, or what it is. Um, and then looking at their reserves, Tim Patrick, if you're still holding on to him, please feel free to cut him. Mm-hmm. Um, Jalen Virgil, I don't think anybody had him. And then looking at their practice squad, they did sign Ben DiNucci as a third quarterback. Uh, they have Tyler Beatty and Dwayne Washington at running back. Receivers, little Jordan Humphrey, David Sills, and Michael Bandy. And then tight end Lucas Kroll from the Saints. Obviously, Peyton knows uh, him from there. Any of these guys on the practice squad you're interested in? There's just so much nepotism in the league, isn't there? Where it's
2: like they just bring back the guys they know. Pretty much. But no, no interest in anybody
1: on the practice squad. Next. All right, next up is Kansas City. So obviously Mahomes and Blaine Gabbard as a backup. I mean, he's basically just on the Chad Henney level. I don't want to roster him even if I have Mahomes, to be honest.
2: So it's interesting because they were talking to Carson Wentz. Don't you think that would be actually a decent fit? If there's any way he can come Mm -hmm. back and be be somewhere, he'd want to go to like a behind Mahomes where there's no pressure at all to play.
3: Mm -hmm. But
2: it's an Andy Reid offense. Or if like he's in there, he's gonna look as good as he could possibly look.
1: Right? Yeah, I I agree, hundred percent.
2: Like if like would you be picking up Wentz for that reason? Like if he signed with the Chiefs, he'd almost be like the best backup to have, don't you think?
1: I think so. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I agree with you. Would you be picking him up? I've seen him cut. I I had to cut him in a couple just because I had to make some room. Um... I mean, would you rather have Carson Wentz or the Titans guys? I'd rather have Levis over Wentz. Wentz over Willis? I'd probably rather have Wentz over Willis, yes.
2: Wentz over Jake
1: Hayner? No, I think I'd rather have Hayner. Even though he's probably the third? Yeah. Okay. It's close, though. That's basically just a talent thing for me. I think just Hayner has more talent, to be honest. I mean, not a
2: best ball, because best ball, anybody that's starting has more value. But would you rather have Wentz or Clayton Toon? Mm,
1: Probably Wentz.
2: Wentz or... Let's see. I'm trying to think of Wentz or Minshew.
1: Probably Minshew. And then Wentz or Stidham? I'd rather jump off a roof. <laughs> um, Probably probably Wentz. I don't think Stidham's that good. I know he had a good game last year, but whatever.
0: So it's
2: basically Wentz is you're just waiting for him to sign, but as soon as he signs, it sounds like you'd have him in like your top 10 backups probably.
1: Yeah, or just on the outside of it, but yeah, probably. Does it
2: depend on where he signs?
1: I think so, yeah. Like, if he
2: ended up with, like... Like, if he went to Cincy, Buffalo, or Kansas City, you'd have to put him, like, in the top five, wouldn't you?
1: Right, yeah. And, like, if he ended up in... I don't think... Like, Frank let's say he goes to... to
2: Carolina, but. Let's say he goes to Tampa Bay.
1: Would you even give a shit? No, <laughs> oh God, no. <laughs> I'm just saying. No. Yeah, just like a team that's just inept right now. No, thanks. Yeah, okay. Um. All right, so... Um, we talked about the quarterbacks here for the chiefs. Gabbert, we don't really care for running backs, Pacheco, McKinnon, Clyde Edwards, the I think you're owning all three of those everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Very easy. Wide receivers. This is an interesting one. So, um, uh, the ones that you're keeping, I think are Tony sky, Moore, Rasheed rice. I think those three are pretty much locks Valdez. Scantling, I think in a best ball is definitely a good one justin watson no thanks even though he might end up starting somehow richie james i think he's a really interesting one for both lineup and best ball and then justin ross too a lot of people have been picking him up and have him is justin ross maybe one that you just kind of just sell for a third just spam it or maybe a fourth
2: i've been justin ross sell for a third but I think there's a world where he he could be the one guy on this list, aside from the top three, that is actually worth more if he does anything, anything, Mm -hmm. one good game. And you're like, wow, you can get a third in another player. You know what I mean? True. Is this the one team in the league where you you could squint and justify rostering every receiver in best ball?
1: Yeah, that's why I said this one was interesting because I don't know who I would cut. I think Justin Watson would be my first cut for sure. But after that, that's tough.
2: So, would you be shocked if Justin Watson has two games where he's in the lineup in best ball
1: either? Um no, but he could have done that last year and didn't have two games. So
2: So you'd cut you would cut Justin Watson in a best ball for another offensive, like a fourth receiver on another team.
1: Yeah, like Charlie Jones. I'd rather have Charlie Jones. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Um tight ends, Kelsey, Noah Gray, Blake Bell. Blake Bell, no thanks. Noah Gray. Mm-hmm. I'll still uh, hold on to. I think he he's
2: rosterable a- in best ball, don't you think? He could yeah. he could have a game or two even when Kelsey's there, just because of the way they spread the ball around.
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. Um, and then on their injured reserve, only Jody Fortson, he's cuttable now. And then their uh, practice squad. So they have Chris Oladokin, who they've had all off season. Uh, running backs, they did bring back Michael P. Ryan and Deneric Prince. Um, for running backs under the practice squad, wide receivers, Montreal, Washington, they picked up from Denver and Cornell Powell is there for his 19th season. You still
2: holding Cornell Powell? Yeah, for his
1: 19th season. No, thanks. And then tight ends, they brought back Matt Bushman, who was doing really good in camp. And then uh, the guy I mentioned earlier, Garrett Prince for Jacksonville, they brought him in. So that's interesting uh, one that they brought in. Um, what are you doing with like generic Prince is probably the one everyone wants to know about. What are you doing with him? You're still going to hold on to him.
2: I think you have to, cause he, it's not like he was bad. They just chose probably not to keep four running backs, mm-hmm. but at the same time, he's a UDFA running back. So I mean, what, what value does he really have across the league? Other than if there's two injuries ahead of him, would he probably ever touch the ball? But right. It's the Chiefs. I mean, look at their running back core. It's Pacheco, injury-prone, McKinnon, injury-prone, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, injury-prone. Like, right. would you be shocked if you look up and it's week 14 of the year and the three current backs on the Chiefs are all dead?
1: Yeah. Well, and they
2: have, like, new guys in there and they're just doing the same thing. Like, right. they've brought up generic Prince. They've re-signed, like, Daryl Williams and they got a third guy. And it's like, oh, their backfield is still three guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, they pulled Spencer Ware off of the heat pile somewhere. Yep, Damien and Daryl came back. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Kareem Hunt, fuck it, bring him <laughs> yeah. back. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. Like, like, like honestly, right now, you could almost recreate the Daryl Williams, Damian Williams, Kareem Hunt backfield, and we would still roster all three in lineup leagues, wouldn't we? <laughs> yep, probably. Yep. <laughs> like right now, you could bring those three back and they'd probably be relevant.
3: Yep, I agree. So
2: yeah, it's just I, that's why I haven't cut Deneric Prince. I've cut almost every other running back that has been cut. The only other one I haven't like aggressively cut has been Miles Gaskin. But pretty much everybody else like you know, Kevin Harris, like Zonovan Knight, I didn't cut him either. But but like the list of who I'm keeping is like Gaskin, Zonovan Knight, Deneric Prince. Okay. Almost everybody else can go. I think that's fair. I think I'm so, pretty much on the same same boat with you. Like that's why you keep Prince. If it was a different team, then I have no interest in Prince. So All Right.
1: Okay. Uh on to the Raiders now. Jimmy Garoppolo, Brian Hoyer, Aiden O'Connell. Uh I think Hoyer is on every waiver wire, but I think Garoppolo and, and O'Connell are definitely ones that you keep.
2: Yep. Okay. O'Connell well, is uh you were you gotta give you some kudos for liking O'Connell. He's had a strong preseason, so definitely looks like one of the top ten backups for
1: sure to have. Running backs, Josh Jacobs, Amir White, Amir Abdullah, Brandon Bolden, so pretty much the same as last year. Um, I'm only keeping Jacobs and Amir White. Abdullah and Bolden can sit on waivers. Yep, agree. And then wide receivers, um, Devontae Adams, Jacoby Myers, Hunter Renfro, pretty much owned everywhere. Um, And then Trey Tucker, Christian Wilkerson, and DeAndre Carter. Um, Trey Tucker was a third round pick, so he's going to probably be owned everywhere as well. Uh, Wilkerson, he had a really good preseason, but he's just kind of been one of those fringe players. Deandre Carter has been a really good returner in his career. I bet you that's probably where he makes his hay in the, on this team.
2: Yeah. Do you like, um, how, how would you prioritize a guy like Trey Tucker if he's available? Cause I've seen him and Darius Davis available in some best ball leagues. And, they're both they both got good draft capital they're both probably like one trick pony receivers but mm-hmm. like is that a guy you'd pick up in best ball over the likes of the trencher fields and the braxton barrios like that just because he's young and
3: a rookie yeah, for, i think
1: yeah i think that's kind of probably the range that you're looking at just kind of depends on how you feel about it but i know they're going to at least give tucker a chance using him in the third round so you know, over a Berrios on a new team or a Trent Sherfield who's been on two or three different teams. So maybe prioritize Tucker over them because you know the team is going to keep them. Yep. Good point. Um, and then tight ends, Austin Hooper, Michael Mayer, Jesper Horstead. I think Mayer and Hooper are probably the only ones you can feel okay keeping.
2: You're not keeping Jesper Horstead? Uh,
1: no. And then on their IR, they have Britton Brown. He's probably safe to just be dropped. Austin Walter, just drop him. Jacob Hollister, just drop him as well. And then looking at their practice squad so far. So I only have one guy on it right now. Let's see if it is updated since we started this. Of course, it hasn't. Uh, Antoine Wesley ended up there, former Cardinals receiver. Ooh, relevant four years ago. Yeah, and then Devin Ross is the other one that I have listed on here for the Raiders, so nobody I'm interested in right now. On to the last team of our AFC, the Chargers, quarterbacks, Justin Herbert, Easton Stick. Um, If you're in Scott's um, Patreon and you heard my analysis on Easton Stick, uh, you know how I feel about him. He is absolutely awful. Don't want him anywhere.
2: See, that's interesting because they prioritize getting Easton Stick back, and he's the backup on maybe the highest volume offense in the league. So are you saying that if Herbert gets injured, they are absolutely fucked?
1: Yes, absolutely. Because (laughs) I think Max Duggan wasn't that great either, and they had just the choice between Stick and Duggan. This is a team I'm surprised didn't say, F it. Why didn't we get Bailey Zappi? Because Bailey Zappi is ten times better than Easton Stick or uh, Max Duggan. So. That's interesting.
2: I mean, isn't this the team that should sign a guy like Wentz?
1: Yeah, this team could sign Wentz. Um, I'm surprised they didn't go after Will Greer with Kellen Moore knowing Will Greer from Dallas. Maybe they trade um, for Cooper Rush. They could trade for Cooper Rush. He'd could be. he be better than both of these guys. Are you confident
2: that if Herbert were to get injured that they would look to maybe get somebody else besides starting Easton Stick?
1: Yeah, they might call up Philip Rivers and ask him to come back.
2: Mm-hmm. um so I mean um, truthfully do you think they do you think they signed do you think this is a team that signed they got to sign a third GB don't you think
1: well they brought back Duggan onto practice squad so maybe they're just rolling Herbert' stick and then Duggan is the active third guy I think that's mm-hmm. kind of where they're heading to right now right now so okay. yeah you better hope uh Justin Herbert stays upright mm-hmm. Uh, running back so they kept four like they have the last couple years Eckler, Josh Kelly, Isaiah Spiller, Elijah Dotson And I think all four of those are relevant in lineup and best ball I'll keep all four Maybe Dotson and best ball isn't But I don't know.
2: What do you think of those? Uh, I, I think it's just a. this is like the Bengals backups. they are three backups. I'm not sure who I want, but I want to roster all of them just because it's a good team. So whoever's out there, whoever's the number two, is probably going to get opportunities. But mm-hmm. that's the only guy I want for best ball. Whoever the three or the four is on those teams, I'm not really interested. Lineup leagues, obviously all four. Okay. I mean, and truthfully, this is one of those teams where I want all five receivers in best ball. Hey, yep, you know, I agree. I want the top two tight ends in best ball. I think you can. I think you can justify Donald Parham in best ball. He can have like eight touchdowns if he's healthy. You know, like that's his role.
3: Okay. And, and
2: the running backs in lineup. So this is a team where if you add lineup in best ball, what, right? Eleven relevant skill players. It's just you got to have the right format. But like, I want everybody in the offense. There's not a lot of filler. here.
1: Okay. Uh, wide receiver, those mention them real quick. Mike Williams, Quinton Johnston. Keenan Allen, Josh Palmer, Darius Davis. were are pretty comfortable carrying all five of those everywhere. And then tight ends, Everett Parham. I've seen Parham on some waiver wire, so maybe you could pick him up in some best balls. Trey McKitty and Stone Smart, no thanks. Uh, Jalen Guyton is on their pup list. I'm not interested in him um, anymore. And then looking at their... Uh, Uh, Practice squad guys they picked up Terrell Bynum at wide receiver. Don't even know who that is. Keelan Doss. um, I liked Keelan Doss about four years ago, but not anymore. Max Duggan. No, thanks. And Hunter Campmore. No, thanks. Yep. All right. On to the NFC. We'll try and make this NFC a little quicker.
2: Three minute teams. Otherwise, this will be the longest podcast in history.
1: Well, we've we've. We've had some pretty long ones, so. Yeah, we're, we're yeah, trending we'll, uh, about four and a half hours at this point. <laughs> all right, so we're going to hit it real quick. Dak Prescott, Cooper Rush, Trey Lance. Um, I think Prescott and Lance are the only ones I want to carry.
2: Yep, cut all those Cooper Rush easy.
1: Yep, running backs, Tony Pollard, Rico Dottle, Deuce Vaughn, Hunter, Lupke. I think he's more of a fullback. Uh, Pollard, Dowdle, Vaughn, I'm keeping all three of those in all leagues.
2: Uh, yes. And they brought back Malik Davis and I have cut all my Malik Davis and I'm not super interested in adding Mm -hmm. him back because he really wasn't a good profile to begin with. The only value he had was that he was on the Dallas Cowboys and he could be the number two, but he's not. So no more Malik Davis. You can have him.
1: Uh, wide receivers, Gallup, Cooks, Lamb, keeping all three of those. Jalen Tolbert, I've picked up, um, some off uh, some waiver wires. I think I'll keep him even in best ball. Best Jaylen, ball only. Yeah. Jalen Brooks, um, I would probably want to see it first if he gets out there. Cavante Turpin, he's just a, a, uh, return man. And they signed a bunch of receivers on their practice squad, too. Tyron Johnson, Jalen Cropper, Tyron Johnson, um, uh, and Princeton Fant. I never even heard of him as a tight end, so not anybody I'm interested in there. And then the tight ends, Ferguson, Schoonmaker, Hendershot. I think Ferguson and Schoonmaker, you probably got to keep Hendershot. I've dropped him in a couple of leagues. Yeah, probably got to drop those Hendershots. I
3: I
2: kept him when I thought Schoonmaker would be out for a while, but then I I pivoted back and started dropping the Hendershots. So pretty easy. Tolbert and best ball the other three in lineup in best ball.
1: Top mm-hmm. two tight ends, and then all three running backs. Okay, uh, quarterbacks for the Giants now: Daniel Jones, Tyrod Taylor. We talked about Tyrod late uh, earlier. He's probably a top ten backup, so that's a guy you can roster. Running back: Saquon Barkley, Matt Breida, Gary Brightwell, Eric Gray. I think Barkley and Gray are probably two I definitely want to roster in both leagues. Breida, I've had to cut a couple times this. The last couple days just because I don't think he's any good anymore. And Brightwell, he's on waivers a lot.
2: And wasn't it you that said Brightwell literally must have like a, the yeah. bri- bribery going on him because they keep keeping him over other guys.
1: Yes. Yes. He, I, he, has, he knows where the bodies are buried. Um, yeah.
2: Brightwell I'd, gone. I've, I've kept a couple of Brita, but you really look at Matt Brita and you're like, he's like Boston Scott. They could have 10 injuries and
1: they're never going to load him up. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah, he's kind of a waste. Wide receivers. Uh, This is one of those interesting wide receiver teams. So I think the starters locked in are Hodgins, Slayton, and Campbell. That's kind of how it's been all preseason. They do have Jalen Hyatt, who I think is the best receiver here, um, the most talented at least. So I think Hyatt is going to make some some big plays this year for sure. And then Sterling Shepard and Wandale Robinson just came off of the pup as well. So – I think I'm comfortable cutting Sterling Shepard. He's just had so many injuries. I'm just done on him. Those other five, though, I think you can justify holding them in all leagues, correct?
2: I mean, can't you argue that Wandale and Hyatt are the two most talented on the team? But they're going to be the backups to start the year?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And they've already, like, they had, like, buried Slayton last year, and then he was, like, the only one that just stayed around and survived and actually did something towards the end of the year. And
2: they gave him a two-year deal, I believe, worth, like, $16 or something like that. So, like, he – they buried him, and then he earned his way back to the point where they actually paid him. So it was very weird.
1: Right. And then Hodgins, um, he, you know, had a really good postseason in the last couple weeks of the seasons, but – uh, he's going to have to prove it again. So, But you're going to have to roster probably like five of these guys if you want them. And then tight ends, Darren Waller, da- Daniel Bellinger, I think those guys are rosterable in both leagues. Lawrence Cager, nice player, but he's going to need an injury to be relevant.
2: So here's one for you. Are you, just to skip ahead to the practice squad, are you cutting the Cole Beasleys?
1: Uh, yes, I've had to, so I cut him, yes. So he, that that's
2: a guy that even though he's sounds like he was just a formality that they wanted they knew that doesn't that seem like that wasn't he the guy where you knew they had an agreement with him to resign yeah, afterwards for
1: sure but now now that I look at it too like. Okay, these five receivers or six receivers if you want to count Shepherd are ahead of him and they're probably going to stay that way like without major injuries to like three of them like he's just never going to be in the top 4.
2: Do you so think I, he was just like a if Wandale's not back like an insurance for
1: Wandale and then now that he is like he was the cut? Probably yeah and then probably same for Paris Campbell cuz he's always been hurt too. So maybe it's just a he's like a slot receiver uh practice squad type player. Hmm. Um. And then you agreed with me on the tight ends, right? Just Waller and Bellinger. You want to keep. Yep. Okay. Uh, On to the Eagles now. So obviously quarterback Jalen Hurts, Marcus Mariota, and Tanner McKee. Um. McKee, I've kept in a couple leagues, but I think that's just deeper leagues. Mariota, I've I've cut him in a shallow best ball. I don't know. He just hasn't looked great. What do you think about Mariota and McKee? I've Not rostering McKee, but I've cut my
2: uh, Mariotas. So, yeah, I'm on board with. I cut him last year just because of the way he left the Falcons. And then I thought, all right, the only way I would even consider picking him back up is when he went to like the Eagles, which seemed like a perfect fit for him. And then, like, he hasn't even been good as the backup. So, if he fails with the Eagles, like,
1: that's, that's, he's done for. Right. Okay. Running backs Swift, Gainwell, Rashad Penny, Boston Scott. I think you can justify keeping all four of those. I think Boston Scott is borderline, but he has proven he can play in the past. So I think all four of those you gotta keep.
2: I think it's one of those offenses where if there's a running back that's on an active roster where they protected with a roster spot, you have to Yeah, you, you you have to keep him. Even if yeah. he's clearly like like, he's kind of fool's gold because even if they have two injuries, they would sign another guy before they just give Boston Scott more work. You know what I mean? Like, he, right. he, he truly is what he is, but I guess. So, let me ask you this from a strategy perspective. Does that change in a lineup league? Can you envision where you would ever start Boston Scott?
1: Yeah, if all three of them are dead are ahead of them,
2: But assuming they, all, they don't all <laughs> go at one time. Right. Um, and it's just gradual. So let's say they there's four games missed by Penny and Swift and Gainwell, but they're all at different times. Would you ever use Boston Scott?
1: Probably not. He's probably like Chris Evans to me. Kind of the same deal. Just on a good offense. He's on the active roster, like you said. Now,
2: is he a guy in best ball that you will keep? Because he's going to get two or three touches a game on a good team. Like, is he more of a best ball keep than a lineup Pro- keep?
1: Probably, yeah. I could see that. Like, And when they play the Giants, for sure. And that's squinting to keep a guy like that in best ball because
2: you're literally hoping for, like, the one play he's going to have all year.
3: Yep.
1: And then wide receiver. So this is kind of like the Titans almost. A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith are the only ones I want to keep. I don't even really want to keep Zacchaeus or Watkins even in, like, best ball. I mean, maybe in best ball I could see it, but lineup definitely not keeping either of those two.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm good talking about their uh, tight, tight ends. ends. Are you keeping all three tight ends?
1: Well, they have four tight ends, so they have God. Well, I'm not keep.
2: I'm not keeping Jack Stoll.
1: Okay, <laughs> got that. I don't end. even count him. He's that's, not even in my mind. That's what everybody was waiting for. Your Jack Stoll take. Yep. Uh, no, Calcaterra and Albert O, one of your favorites. Uh, players in the league i think goddard i'll keep albert oh i'll keep i don't think i'm gonna keep calcaterra stole okay i think i can get those guys back cheap cheaply if i wanted them i agree okay um and then anybody on their practice squad worthy of talking about honestly not really so nope on to the next one washington so quarterback sam howe jacoby Bursett. those guys are both keepable in all formats Uh, Running backs, Brian Robinson Jr., Antonio Gibson, Chris Rodriguez Jr. I'll keep all three of those um, guys in lineup for sure. What do you think about best ball for Rodriguez? Man, it's hard for me
2: to cut him because he – I mean, it really sounds like he was one of the guys they already basically gave that role to before the preseason even started.
1: Yeah, they they had like a third-round grade on him, I heard.
0: But
2: in best ball, that's also the kind of guy you should not have drafted. Cause yeah. now you're, you're like, he did everything you could have asked. And you don't even know if you want to keep him. Uh-huh. So that should be like the learning lesson next year in the third round. Why you don't draft the running back there? Because you're immediately going to be stuck in a, like, could you have asked for a better situation than Rodriguez behind the guys he's behind? Yeah. Like, I don't know if he's that much worse than Brian Robinson from like a talent standpoint. Mm -hmm. And then Gibson's very volatile, you know, like they could bury Gibson at any point.
1: Right. For sure.
2: So like Rodriguez is in the perfect situation. He had no injuries, didn't look bad in preseason. Like everything went perfectly and you're still in a best ball going, man, I can't keep him. So let this be the lesson next year when it's like the third round, just don't even mess with the running backs. It's a totally opposite theory of lineup.
1: Right um wide receiver so I think McLaurin Dotson and Samuel are pretty safe to keep everywhere um Byron Pringle Diami Brown Dax Mill Mitchell Tinsley those you guys don't buy the Diami
2: Brown Sam Howell connection in best ball
1: I don't think so no
2: interesting so you'd rather roster Jalen Tolbert over Diami Brown
1: yes I mean I could see Diami Brown having a couple games. Like it's not he did last, I don't think he it, did last year. Yeah, it's not out of the question. I just I just don't have any of them anywhere to be honest. So I kind of gave I, up after him after he sucked after one year. I think that's a blind spot, but I mean how can you not it's buy true. into
2: the Diami Brown Sam Howe narrative? Yeah, that's
1: true. I mean and we're it, rostering Trent Sherfield. I agree. Yeah, I maybe <laughs> I need to change my uh my roster, you know, my shares. And,
2: and I'm not, a, I'm not attacking you, but that just highlights the bias we have because Diami Brown was a, a bust for being like a late second round rookie pick that we just leave him for dead <laughs> right. and we'll never buy. And I mean, like maybe players just get a little bit better to where he can be a wide receiver three or wide receiver four.
1: Yeah. I just don't want to wait four years for it, you know, but, but we're, you've already waited. Well, yeah, he waited we're three on years in
2: longer. now and he's with his college quarterback. What more can you ask?
1: All right, tight ends. Logan I mean, let, let me. I'm gonna. I
2: know I'm gonna hammer you on this. Diami Brown oh, or Jawan Jennings?
1: Jawan Jennings.
2: Diami Brown or Braxton Berrios?
1: Braxton Berrios.
2: Noah Brown or Diami Brown?
1: Noah Brown, easy.
2: LaVisca Chenault or Diami Brown?
1: Diami Brown.
2: Is that because LaVisca <laughs> Chenault's not actually a receiver?
1: Yeah, I don't know what the hell he is.
2: Uh, let's see if there's one more that I can find in here. Um, Diami Brown or, or Diami Brown or no, not not Marquise Goodwin. How about two, Tutu Atwell
1: or Diami Brown? Diami Brown. Yeah. Okay. So it's not like out of the question, but it's just I don't know. We got burned on him so much, I just kind of forgot about him. But yet there's other guys where they've just never done anything, but we'll pick them up. Like like Deontay Hardy, I was it all in on that one. I had picked up a bunch of him during the off season, and that was just because he had some games. Right, but he
2: was a UDFA good. that nobody expected ever to do anything, and now he's ahead of Diami Brown. Even though reality is they're probably
1: the same thing. Right, Then I actually saw him do something. I actually saw with my eyes Diami Brown do nothing. So I think that's kind of what it is for me. Okay. Interesting right. exercise there. Yes. Tight ends. Logan Thomas, Cole Turner, John Bates, Curtis Hodges. I think the only two I'm interested in are Thomas and Turner. Yeah, I saw uh, Thomas was fully cleared, so no more injury yep. designation.
2: So I like him and Cole Turner. It could be yep. either one, but nobody – I think those are both like
1: outside the top
2: freaking 50 tight ends, almost damn near, you know? Yeah,
1: probably. And then uh, they kept Derek Gore on their uh, practice squad. No, you know, I'm not interested in him. So yep. Um, moving on to Chicago, quarterbacks, Justin Fields, Tyson Bagnett, I think bagnets probably I've seen some people picking him up in deeper leagues, but probably not somebody I'm going to pick up in like a regular, like 30 man roster league.
2: I have been adding him only where I have a taxi. Yes. But that's just, that's just cause
1: he's a, he's athletic and
2: he has a backup job for now, but exactly. That's it.
1: Running backs, Khalil Herbert, Deontay Foreman, Roshan Johnson, Travis Homer, uh, those top three you're keeping in every format. Travis Homer's on every waiver wire. Yep. Wide receivers: uh, DJ Moore, Chase Claypool, Darnell Mooney. I think those three pretty much rosterable everywhere. Tyler Scott. Um, he on uh, MFL right now. He's listed as a free agent, but he didn't get cut. So MFL says, yeah, MFL thinks he got cut. Yeah, he didn't get cut. Um, so if you see that, don't cut Tyler Scott. Um, there will be they, people that cut him because it says FA. Yep, and I'll be glad to pick them up. Uh, but the other guys I don't want. Valus Jones, Equimania, St. Brown, and Trent Taylor. I'm not interested in any of those guys. Yep. Uh, tight ends. Cole Komet, Robert Tunyon, Mercedes Lewis, the Packers tight ends reunite again. I think Komet's the only one I want. I think Tunyon and Lewis are kind of just done. Agree. Okay. Um, and then on their practice squad, anybody of note uh nope that would be it all right on to the Detroit Lions so quarterback Jared Goff and Teddy Bridgewater is the backup so you mentioned Bridgewater earlier is he one of your guys that you're gonna keep
2: yeah because I think the strength of Jared Goff is the system and I think Bridgewater could come in and do the same thing I think the biggest thing that's played Bridgewater the last couple years in Denver and in Miami was his offensive line was shitty and he seems like the guy that just gets killed Right, okay. but I think the Lions are probably the best line he's probably ever had. Right. Okay. So I, yeah, I think you got you. It, that's one of those offenses where you got to have the backup if they have any amount of talent. So, I
1: mean, look at just the amount of people they kept on offense. They only they didn't keep anybody. Their defense they kept nine linebackers. Hmm. That's interesting. Running backs, David Montgomery, Jameer Gibbs. We don't need to talk about them. Wide receivers, Ra St. Brown, Josh Reynolds, Marvin Jones, Kalief Raymond, Antoine Green. I think you could argue those top four you could definitely keep in all formats. Antoine Green probably is uh, going to have to wait a little bit.
2: Uh, let me ask you this. Is this maybe one of the worst receiver rooms in the league?
1: Yeah, if it didn't have Aminra, it would be even worse. But um, – I mean, what if Amon Ra I were think, to get hurt? Yeah, they're, they're going to be hurting for sure. They're going to be Cleef Raymond, Josh Reynolds. Um, I've seen some, I think the Bears last year was even worse, but this one is close.
2: Yeah, I mean, obviously having Amon Ra, you're not going to make it. I mean, that's a little unjust. Right. Saying.
1: But yeah, it, like if there's an injury to Amon Ra, yeah, it's definitely quickly one of the worst. And maybe, maybe our golf shares don't look as pretty or, you know, all that. They're I mean, going sur- to need La- they're going to need Laporta really badly. Are you surprised they didn't
2: go grab another receiver?
1: Uh, maybe. But I mean, they did sign Marvin Jones, and then you know the James Winston st- or uh, Jameson Williams stuff happened. Mm-hmm. So maybe that was their guy. It Was just Marvin Jones. I don't know.
2: Could you see the first month Josh Reynolds being like a two or three spike week guy in
1: best ball? A- absolutely. Or I could see Marvin Jones doing it too. Yeah. So I want to carry all four of those guys, minus Antoine Green. Yep. Uh, tight ends, I think Sam Laporta, he's just going to get all he can handle. He's going to be out there probably 80% of the time. That's kind of what we want from our tight ends, so I, lo- I like Laporta. Brock Wright, James Mitchell, I've cut in some leagues. I just don't know if they're going to be super relevant. Yep. Uh, you, obviously, you're keeping Jamison Williams and Hendon Hooker. You're probably keeping two if you drafted him, but... Uh, not I mean, if you don't have
2: game. an IR spot, what do you do with Hendon Hooker? What would be the lane if you just want out of him in best ball? Because I think I have two best balls with Hendon Hooker, and he's an absolute roster clogger.
1: Yeah, I would see if I could trade him for a third.
2: Or know, something, you- usable.
1: Yeah, something usable. Or something usable, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the only practice squad guy was Donovan Knight. Donovan Knight signed there. So it's a good spot. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if they bring back, like, Craig Reynolds, too. And maybe that's their four running backs, Zonovan Knight and Reynolds, behind these two.
2: You think Zonovan Knight will be uh, – you think he'll be active week one?
1: Um, that's, I think so because they usually have three running backs active. So unless unless they re- do re-sign Reynolds, who's been there and knows the offense, um, I could maybe see that, you know, Reynolds over Zonovan Knight the first week.
2: Yeah, I'm reading right now. It sounds like they have a couple players they can maybe place on IR, and they are cons- likely to resign Craig Reynolds to the practice squad.
1: Right, and they absolutely love him. So, uh, quarterbacks for Green Bay: so Jordan Love and Sean Clifford. I mean, if you're talking
2: about a quarterback behind an unproven QB,
1: you roster in any
2: Sean Clifford, even on taxis.
1: If if I have a taxi squad spot, yes, he's better than Trace McSorley. For sure. I don't know how many else... Is he
2: better than Sam Ellinger?
1: Yes, he's better than Sam Ellinger. Yes. <laughs> I think those are the two most this hated QBs. Like, we're, we're talking about quarterback 102 and 103 here. Is he better
2: right than now. Chris Streveler?
1: Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. He's a little Easton better... Stick? Yes, he's definitely better than Easton Stick. God, Jesus. He was terrible. <laughs> I couldn't even watch it anymore. Okay,
2: so you're, you're actually taking...
1: Yes, you got, I, You got to
2: give him a little credit for not going I, out there and absolutely shitting the bed and getting cut.
1: I absolutely did, yes, 100%. Because that's
2: where your money was, right, that he's
1: so bad he's getting cut, even if he was a fifth-rounder? Yes. Okay. But he proved me wrong, so I give him that. Okay. Uh, running back. So they kept three this year, Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, and Emmanuel Wilson. So that was an interesting one. Uh, are you picking up Emmanuel Wilson everywhere?
2: Uh, I am not. But lineup leagues, if you already have them, then yeah. I mean, yeah, pick him
1: up. I don't think he's out there, though, in any leagues.
3: Best ball, they, no, I
2: wouldn't
1: roster him. They opted to keep Patrick Taylor on the practice squad and didn't re sign Tyler Goodson. So that was. Has Tyler
2: good Goodson latched on anywhere?
1: I haven't seen anywhere yet. No. Um, I could do a. Man, quick that is one we both switch. whiffed on. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, even in this preseason, he looked good. So. Uh, oh okay so three hours ago Tyler Goodson was put on IR with Lou Nichols
2: yeah so those guys are dead
1: yeah pretty much so you can drop Tyler Goodson drop Lou Nichols don't even IR don't even waste the spot
2: yep, wide receivers
1: Christian Watson Romeo Dubs Jaden Reed those three I'm keeping Samari Torre I think he's a decent fourth receiver but probably on a lot of waiver wires Dontavian wicks, a fifth round pick and Malik Heath that they kept as well. Um, I'm sure you're keeping the top three. What are you doing about like Torre and wicks wicks? I had some of, but I've cut in best ball just cause I, I'm not sure this is the offense you want to carry guys that low, but you never know. You never okay. know. And then tight ends, Musgrave and craft. I think you are keeping those two and Josiah DeGuara um you can safely cut him but they're going with two rookie tight ends as they're one and two so this will be an interesting experiment this year but luke musgrave has looked like maybe the best rookie tight end um you know this year for sure
2: and apparently they were the other team in for jonathan taylor what do you think about that
1: yeah that was interesting um i wonder if like maybe aj Dillon would have been a part of the package back
2: I mean, Dylan's a free agent, so maybe they're going to be the team in on Taylor next year if he's in free agency.
1: Right, yeah. So it's interesting. Um, On to Minnesota now. So quarterbacks, they kept three. Kirk Cousins, Nick Mullins, Jaron Hall. Or Jaron Hall, not Hall. What do you think about Mullins and Hall?
2: Yeah, this is a tough one because Mullins is probably the guy that would play if they needed a starter, but Jaron Hall is probably the better player. I think I agree with that, yeah. But I don't really want either one. So, either one. yeah, I'm, okay. I'm
1: good not having either. Like,
2: I know there's some people that drafted Jaron Hall, but, like, I don't even really want Jaron Hall.
1: Okay. Um, running back. So, Madison, Kenna and Long New, Ty Chandler, Miles Gaskin. I think in Long New is just strictly a return guy, like maybe the fourth running back. Um, I think it's Madison, Chandler, Gaskin, and Chandler and Gaskin can probably battle for the RB two job once Gaskin gets up to uh, up to date with the playbook.
2: I mean, I think you were right too, as you said all year. Like the guys that are valuable, Madison or uh, Zonovan Knight and Gaskin probably landed in two of the better spots.
1: Mm-hmm. And Ahmed, same thing too. If he got cut instead of Gaskin, Ahmed could have landed in a good spot, and I would have been interested. Yep. So, yeah, if you kept Miles Gaskin for that, congratulations. Uh, you might have the Vikings RB2 at some point. They kept four
2: tight ends here.
1: Yeah, four tight ends uh, Hawkinson, Oliver, Johnny Munt, Nick Muse. Muse had some good games in the preseason, but I'm not keeping Munt or Muse. I'm interested in Oliver and Hawkinson, though.
2: I mean, could you see where Oliver has like five, six touchdowns too because of the money they spent? Like, yeah, he's going to play.
1: And they want to play with two tight ends um, at some point. So, for sure. Uh, wide receivers, Jefferson, Addison, Osborne, you're keeping those three. Jalen Naylor and Brandon Powell are interesting, but as of right now, I'm not going to pick either of those up. But if there's an injury to Osborne or something, I might be interested in Powell or Naylor. Yep. Um, then on the practice squad, they did bring back Dwayne McBride, but I think um, you said you're not interested in Dwayne McBride anymore. I mean, people have asked me, but if I don't have a roster spot, then
2: that's that he's no he's no different than a lot of these other guys we've cut. And I don't care if he had a little draft buzz. like people. But pe- you'll notice people will hold on to guys like Dwayne McBride, but then they will cut somebody like, you know, Miles Gaskin, or they'll cut somebody that's in their second or third year that also gets cut. Like to the NFL, these guys are literally the same. Right. Okay. So, and cut Dwayne McBride for somebody that's on a team. Mm. I'm fine with that.
1: Um, all right, on to the quarterbacks for Atlanta. Desmond Ritter, Tyler Heineke, Logan Woodside. Ritter Logan Woodside.
2: Heine- they needed to keep him,
1: huh? He must know where um Arthur Smith's bodies are buried too. So I don't I don't get that one. Were but. you
2: shocked they kept three? Especially a terrible yeah. one that's bounced around yeah. like six yeah. fucking like Woodside, teams.
1: Like I'd rather have Carson Wentz for a million dollars over Woodside easily. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have Matt Ryan. Right. I'd rather have – I'm not going to even say that one. Okay. Uh, Ritter and Heineke. Um, oh, yeah, I think you're keeping Ritter and Heineke everywhere, right? Yep. I,
2: I think Heineke's is probably the best backup to have, if not top three.
1: Absolutely. He's definitely playing this year. If I had to put money on it, he's definitely playing. Yep. Uh, running backs – Bijan, Algier, Cordell, Patterson, just how we thought it was going to be. We thought maybe there was a fourth, but they had to have Logan Woodside in that fourth tight end over Godwin Igabuke, so whatever. Um, So you're keeping all three of those. Wide receivers, I think the only two worth keeping are Drake London and Mac Collins. This might be the worst wide receiver room in the league. I mean, Josh Ali made the team. Yep, Josh Ali, a college free agent from last year. Scotty Miller, Daryl Hodge is listed as the starting slot, but I don't think he's going to be the starting slot. Um, yeah, this this receiving game is going to be putrid.
2: So, are you, does this make you a little higher on Pitts and London and redraft just because it's going to be so? Like, would you be shocked if those guys get thirty percent or more each?
1: they should yeah but it was the same last year too and it still didn't work out and it's kind of the same quarterbacks
2: well it was the problem is it was 30% of such a
1: low amount exactly that's another thing i always if, bring up if like, it's just a moderate amount right
2: i think it's concentrated enough that yeah
1: that's it, the that's the one thing everybody thought last year. oh drake london go 30% target share yeah but when they throw the ball 18 freaking times of course it's going to be 30%
2: yeah, Eric, Surprises doesn't like half 50. a pizza sound good until it's a six inch kids' pizza?
1: Right, exactly. So <laughs> you're like, half crazy. a pizza eats shit. Right, crazy. Um. Yeah. Kyle Pitts at tight end. Oh, back to the uh, receiver, real quick. Mac Hollins. Um, if people drop Mac Hollins, pick him up because he's literally going to be out there for eighty percent, if not more, of the snaps every single week because there is nobody else. So especially in best ball, Mac Hollins will probably have a couple games or two. It might not be as good as it was last year with the, with Vegas. But he'll definitely get you a game or two where he uh, ends up doing
2: something. So, how do you get Mac Hollins in best ball? Because you don't just go try to trade for him because the person knows what you're doing. But can you send somebody like a landmine player yeah, in like, in best ball? Like, can you send somebody? David Bell, Malik Willis, and like, how about this? Malik Willis and Trey
1: Palmer for Mac Hollins. Would you do it? Yeah, i get to free up a roster spot and get Mac Collins. Yeah, I probably would. And Do you think that's a deal people might accept? Probably, yeah, because Trey Palmer's got a little bit of buzz. Malik Willis and Richie James. Yeah, that's probably another one you could get done, yeah. I mean, and the I key is you up nope, the deal. two spots
2: and making yeah. it seem like they're getting two pieces, but really you're getting rid of an extra piece.
1: Right, exactly. I agree. Um, tight ends, I think the only ones worth rostering are Pitts and Janu. I don't want Michael Pruitt or John Fitzpatrick.
2: You think Janu's a hold in best ball? Just because there's just so few good players on the whole team?
1: Yes, and he's back with um, Arthur Smith again, and Arthur Smith got the best out of him in Tennessee. So I'll, I'll give that a shot.
2: And do you think this depth chart points to they are going to use Cordero Patterson more as like a hybrid receiver type?
1: Yes, they're going to have to for sure. And hopefully he stays healthy.
2: So but that makes me kind of want Cordero Patterson in best ball. He could have
1: mm-hmm. he could have some big games. Yep, absolutely. Um, all right, on to Carolina. So Bryce Young and Andy Dalton. They just recently cut Matt Corral today. So Corral is uh got waived. Uh, we'll see if anybody picks him up tomorrow. Uh but yeah, Bryce Young, Andy Dalton, I think you're keeping those guys in both leagues yes okay running backs miles sanders chuba hubbard raheem blackshear made the team i think all three of those guys you're probably going to want to keep as well yep uh receiver wise for them dj Chark, john mingo adam Thielen, terrace marshall i think those four pre-rosterable everywhere and then they have chenault amir smith marset who they just traded for and Derek wright um, I, I'm fine cutting Chenault everywhere. I could see maybe in best ball, like as your last spot as, on a deeper team, I could be okay with keeping Chenault. Uh, but other than that, I just want maybe those other four.
2: Yep. I just went in and
1: cut him in the only league I had him. It was our USFFL three. See ya, bro. Let's see ya. Yep. And then tight ends Hayden Hurst is the only tight end I want. I'm done with Ian Thomas. Tommy Tremble hasn't done anything in. Two years now, Stephen Sullivan, Giovanni Ritchie, no thanks.
2: So let me ask you this. A lot of people are high on Hayden Hurst saying he's actually a sleeper tight end, but does it bother you a little that they have five of them?
1: No, because it's Frank Reich, and he's always done this. He's always had four or five tight ends. But
2: is it going to be annoying enough where Trimble and Ian Thomas play
1: enough that you're like, it's in just in the way of Hayden Hurst? Yes, it. it probably will be, but I think that is priced into Hurst because he's like, you know, tight end 20, 25 that goes. So it's not like he you're getting him as a starter. You're getting him as a backup. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then on their practice squad, Spencer Brown Jay, and Jay Sean Corbin they picked up from the Giants, but not anybody I'm interested in.
2: So I know you were big on Spencer Brown, maybe being over Raheem Blackshear, but then all I've heard is negative stuff about how bad Chuba Hubbard is. So do you think is Raheem Blackshear a keep in best ball
1: if he's the passing yeah. down guy? Yeah, I think so. And yeah, I think Chuba is going to have to prove it a little bit more, especially. Like, who would you guy. rather have
2: in best ball, Blackshear or
1: Chuba? Because isn't Chuba maybe like a, a little bit of a clogger in a best ball? He could be, yeah. Uh, maybe Chuba is one of the guy, the landmines that you can trade to somebody. Yeah, for Mac Hollins. Yeah, something like that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'd still hold on to him, but yeah. Um, all right, quarterbacks for the Saints: Derek Carr, Jameis Winston, Jay Haner. I like Jay Haner. I thought he looked really good in the preseason. Um, Jameis, I have a couple shares of, and I. Might have to like cut them. Um, and it's hard to like really trade trade them too, even though they're a car owner. So, what are you doing with Jameis and Hayner?
2: I mean, the problem is Jake Hayner has no chance of playing over Jameis Winston. I agree. For this year. And then you got to assume Jameis Winston will be out and Jake Hayner will be the backup. But it's hard to carry Jake Hayner right now unless you have a taxi. And I have a shit ton of Jake Hayner. I have 10 Jake Hayners, but I know a couple of them are on leagues where there's no taxi. like those ones, I probably got to cut him. Mm -hmm. You know, like it just, it's a bad landing spot. If he would have landed in Arizona, he'd be 30 spots higher in the QB ranks because he probably would
1: be the starter. Right. I agree. So I think you got to cut him. You got to keep Jameis over Hayner and then. Yeah, hopefully you got him on. I think I have him on practice squad or a taxi squad league. So I don't have to cut him, but yeah. I get it. Um, all right, so running backs: Jamal Williams, Kendra Miller. Um, for some reason, they have Kirk Merritt listed as a running back on here. That's not right. I don't I, think. I believe Kirk
2: Merritt is moving to running back.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting.
2: I guess if, i've I've never seen him. I don't know if he's actually going to be used as a running back, but right.
3: Okay, that's it'll be
2: interesting. He's very athletic, and I looked him up because I saw that someone asked me about am interested in Kirk Merritt for any running back on a 53? So I looked into it and it does look like he's shifting to running back, but he's also like six foot two Oh five. So it's not like he's like a weird size. He's actually the perfect size. For yeah, he's back. like
1: uh kind of like Ty Montgomery.
2: Yeah. So maybe, wise. maybe he is a, okay. maybe he's That's just one of those guys to keep an eye on. Cause you never know yeah. if he learns the running back position. Shit. He could be a, he could be a pass catcher because you already, you know, he's already knows how to play receiver and run routes and stuff, you know?
1: Absolutely. Yep. So maybe okay.
2: he is one to keep an eye on. I never, I never even thought about it until like a day ago when someone said, should I keep Kirk Merrick? Cause he's technically on a 53 and I'm
1: like, no, he's a receiver. And then I'm like, Oh, wait a second. Looks yeah. like he's moving to running back. Okay. Uh, wide receiver. So Michael Thomas, Olave, Rashid Shahid. I think those three are probably pretty safe. They- they just had
2: to bring back Keith Kirkwood and Traquan Smith. It's like the yeah. same two receivers
1: forever. Yeah. Um, Traquan and, and Kirkwood, you can cut everywhere. AT Perry, um, I'm still interested in. I will keep him. I think I would like even in those best ball leagues, I think I would hold on to him as like kind of like Charlie Jones, this kind of same player. Mm-hmm. So I'm good with that tight ends. Jawan Johnson. A lot of people's favorite breakout Foster Moreau. Like I haven't even really seen anything from Foster Moreau. So I've kind of cut him everywhere. Taysom Hill. He's, you know, he's going to have a game or two. So you might as well keep him in and Jimmy Graham. Um, I've had to cut Jimmy Graham on a couple teams where I just had to have a roster spot. I just didn't want to. I just don't want to deal with him fighting for playing time with Moreau and Taysom Hill. So in
2: in best ball, can you see Jimmy Graham having two games? Yes,
1: absolutely. So I think in best ball, it's probably the best place to keep him, or in a two tight end league, or a very high tight end premium league. But other than that, I I probably had to cut him.
2: I mean, would you say Jimmy Graham over Foster Moreau in best ball?
1: Yes. Yep. Yep, me too. Agree. And then they brought in Jordan Mims from Buffalo and Tony Jones they brought back on their practice squad. Not anybody I'm interested in, but just to kind of note that.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Tampa Bay, so quarterbacks, Mayfield and Trask. What do you think about Trask? Cause I Because I think he's going to end up starting some games at some point because Baker Mayfield... We've, we've seen the Baker Mayfield experiment. So I think Trask will end up getting some starts at some point. Is he somebody you just hold on to? I think I have one share, and it's in best ball. So in best ball, is that a guy you
2: would prioritize over some of the guys you know are better quarterbacks just because you think there's a higher likelihood he plays even without an injury?
1: Um, it de- Yeah, it depends on how many roster spots. Like and You all roster that.
2: Trask over Minshew.
1: Yeah, I think I would. Just because she's sure... not
2: getting in unless there's an
1: injury. Yeah, and I know Trask is going to probably start here in like week five or week six. Maybe yeah. after their bye in week five. I when think it goes back to 0-4. what we talked
2: about in the beginning. You need to have a plan when you roster those kind of guys in best ball. You can't carry five of them. So if you mm-hmm. have Trask, like you're like, okay, that's the bet I'm making in this league. I'm not keeping any other backups.
1: Uh, running back, so Rashad White, Chase Edmonds, Keyshawn Vaughn, Sean Tucker. Um, I think all four of them you could justify keeping right now. I think if I had to cut one of them, it would be Vaughn. Yeah,
2: because he's this is his fourth year and he's never
1: done anything. Yeah, so, and Tucker, I could see Tucker like being like the backup here or maybe pushes Rashad White, I don't know.
2: Would you sell be? Tucker for a third?
1: I would be okay with doing it if I had a bunch of them. Yeah. But if I only have, cause I honestly didn't get a bunch of Tucker at all because yeah, everyone you, else. And I, I was had one because everyone yeah. else
2: was taking them at like three four.
1: Right. And I just couldn't justify it. So I think I have maybe one as well. Yeah. But, and at that point. I'll just keep them unless I get like a second or something. So, yep. Yep. Um, wide receivers. So I think uh, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin are your keeps. And then, honestly, I think you can best ball these other three, Trey Palmer, Rakeem Jarrett, Devin Tompkins. Tompkins is smaller, um, and then Palmer and Rakeem Jarrett are kind of bigger guys and have some pedigree. I think you can justify keeping all three of those in a, in a uh, best ball. Interesting. So you're keeping Rakeem Jarrett in best ball. That, that feels
2: like you're just asking for a clogger.
1: Yeah, probably. I mean, it, it, it depends on who the other, you know, the third wide receiver is going to be because they're going to have to play one of these guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of like um, we rostered Tyler Johnson a couple years when he was the third receiver here. So, yeah. Uh, so I think you got to do you got do that. Tight ends. I'm only keeping Cade Otten, Keith, David Wells, Payne Durham. No thanks, even though Payne Durham got picked in the fifth round.
2: Mm -hmm. Agree. Uh, If
1: you have Russell Gage You can feel free to cut him Uh, Don't even waste your IR spot And only John Wolford and David Moore on their practice squad Nobody I'm interested in On to maybe the worst roster in the league The Cardinals, quarterbacks, Josh Dobbs Clayton Toon I've seen a bunch of people spending a bunch of fab On Dobbs today Um, I've traded a couple Clayton Toons once they Um they brought in Dobbs. So I don't, I'm not really interested in either of these guys. I'll just let somebody else go roster him, and you can, you can have fun trying to trade him for a third when nobody will accept it.
2: The only place I want them is probably best ball leagues or leagues where I know that there's an active market to where it's like, if I have Dobbs and he's spot starting, someone will give me a fourth yes, or fab. I, I have no reason to, I'm, I don't give a shit if they play the, the fact they play is only to find a sucker to take them from me when I got them for less. That's it.
1: Got it. Uh, running backs, James Connor, Keontae Ingram, Amari Di Mercado. I think all three are pretty rosterable in lineup leagues. Um, best ball, maybe Connor and Ingram. I won't, I won't roster D. Mercado in best ball, not best ball. No. Okay. Uh Receivers, Marquise Brown, Zach Pascal, Rondale Moore, Michael Wilson, Greg Dorch, Daniel Arias, Uh, Zach Paschal, no thanks Brown, Rondell Moore, Michael Wilson And maybe Dorch and Best Ball That's probably all I'm interested in Yep Tight end, Zach Ertz Who might start the year on IR Doesn't seem like he's right from his uh, uh, ACL Trey McBride, Jeff Swain, Blake Whitehart. So I'm only interested in Ertz and McBride on that one Yep Um, practice squad. uh, Corey Clement is there. This is just an awful team. Just move on. They're they're tanking for Caleb for sure. And then they're just going to dump Kyler. Uh, But Corey Clement, um, if there's an injury or something, I could see Clement maybe as a guy on any 53 that you pick up. Maybe
2: this could also be the team that literally, if
1: they have injuries, they just find guys. Hey,
2: you want a shot? You want a shot? You want a shot just to get some carries?
1: Yeah. They like, Hey, uh, Ben Jarvis Green-Ellis, you want to come back and play? Benny Snell, you want to sign?
2: Yeah. Justin Sam- Jackson,
1: you want to come out of retirement? Yeah. Uh, Brian Darrington Westbrook, Evans, that'd be again? the
2: eighth team that's brought him in.
1: Yeah, somebody. Ugh. All right, quarterbacks for the Rams, Stafford and Stetson Bennett. Um, Stetson Bennett hasn't looked fantastic in the preseason, but he's the backup, and he's probably somebody you could deal if Stafford got hurt yeah i
2: i don't know a lot of people were really high on stetson bennett saying he's going to get opportunity but then he's looked bad in the preseason but i can also see a path where if he plays i mean
3: mm.
2: he does have McVay, you know what i mean he does have a at least a competent coach that's not going to probably ruin him so right yeah i would sell stetson bennett though i think his value as a backup is probably higher than what i actually care about for a backup Like I'd much Um, rather have Taylor Heineke over Stetson Bennett. So if someone will give me a third on top of it, I'll do that trade a hundred out of a hundred times.
1: Easy. Okay. Uh, Running back, Akers, Kyron Williams, Ronnie Rivers, Zach Evans. So Akers and Kyron Williams, I'll roster in all leagues. Ronnie Rivers, I'm not interested in. And Zach Evans though, like he didn't prove anything in the preseason either. If I could sell Zach Evans for like any third, I would do it.
2: Zach Evans and Malik Willis is how you get Mac Hollins. There you go. You can
1: in that. best ball, someone takes those two, and they're okay. absolutely they do zero the whole year. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, Evans didn't impress at all in the preseason. So, uh, wide receivers, I think this one's pretty easy. Van Jefferson, Cooper Cup, all leagues. Mm-hmm. These other guys are maybe best ball only. Puka Nakua, Ben Skoranek, Demarcus Robinson, Tutu Atwell. Yeah, I mean, you sold me a Puka Nakua. I did, yes. And I think I've sold a Puka Nakua, and I've cut
2: all my Demarcus Robinson even in best ball.
1: Yeah, I mean, I picked up a couple of him, but I just need the roster spot, and he's going to be buried here. So. Yep. Uh, tight ends, Tyler Higby, Hunter Long, Bryson Hopkins, Davis Allen. Um, I think Higby's the only one I really want to roster, but these other ones are at least interesting. I'll keep an eye on them. I mean, honestly, can can you see a word where Higby's top 10 tight end again? Absolutely, because if you look at um, whenever they were missing the third receiver for the Rams, that's when Tyler Higby always ate. And this team only has two good receivers. So Higby should be... He, he could have a Gary Barnage type year where he just goes crazy. Yeah. Um, on their practice squad, uh, Brett Ripon, Tyler Johnson, Royce Freeman, just a couple names, but nobody I'm like going to carry right this moment. Uh, two more teams, so 49ers, quarterbacks, Brock Purdy, Sam Darnold, Brandon Allen, Purdy and Darnold are the only ones I want to keep. Could you see a world where Brandon Allen look, gets in and looks okay? yeah if these two quarterbacks ahead of them die again i could see it <laughs> i mean that's the i mean it's possible we've seen it with this team so uh running backs christian McCaffrey, elijah mitchell jordan mason Tyrion davis price i think all four of them you probably have to roster right just because of the way these other two in front of them get hurt
2: i think lineup yes but best ball i think mason and davis price are cloggers
1: Okay, I could see that.
2: Like Best it's, ball, it's hard to carry guys that are in that spot. So,
1: yeah. Okay. Receivers, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, Jawan Jennings, Danny Gray, Ronnie Bell, Ray Ray McLeod. Um, I picked up quite a bit of Ronnie Bell, so I own a lot of him right now. I, It's probably hard to justify keeping him outside of best ball right now. Mm-hmm. But Ayuk, Debo, Jawan Jennings. Jawan Jennings is maybe a clogger too, but he's going to have a couple games. I mean,
2: you look more at this, and you're like, all right, outside of Debo, IU, Kittle, and McCaffrey, Jawan Jennings is probably their fifth best receiving option. Yep. Agreed. And in best ball, you got to roster the number five receiving option on a team. Because, I mean, wouldn't you say after Kittle, their tight ends are all yeah,
1: dead all, zeros? Yeah, and that's Charlie Warner, Dwelly, Braden Willis. I'm not interested in any of those guys. Yep,
3: all those guys are zeros. And, Cam- and Cameron
1: Latu went to the IR, I'm just dropping him, too. Mm-hmm. So, um, Then last team here, Seattle So quarterbacks, Geno Smith, Drew Locke um, I know I've talked about uh, Drew Locke quite a bit lately He looked really, really good in the preseason I think he's definitely in my top six of backup quarterbacks I want to roster
2: Yeah, because he inherits maybe a good offensive line, two good running backs, three good receivers, and a couple good tight ends if he gets in. Like, he gets in there, and it's almost like a script of how he could just have a good game or two, you know? Because he is mobile a little bit as well. Like, he can give you a couple on the ground, too. So, yeah, got to pick Drew Locke back up.
1: And if he just gets the clean pocket and he can make the read and the throw, he can make every throw, every read correctly um, out there, man. He just... When he has the time to throw, it's pretty. So um, definitely a fan of Drew Locke right now. Running backs, Ken Walker, Charbonnet, DJ Dallas, Kenny McIntosh. Um, I've dropped some DJ Dallas. McIntosh I think I've held on to so far, but uh, I don't know. What do you think about him?
2: I think if McIntosh was healthy, they would probably have considered not keeping DJ Dallas, but because he was injured, it's hard to justify cutting DJ Dallas, who's literally been in this role for four years. Okay. but I'd rather have Macintosh. but yeah, the injury hurt Macintosh. He had that window where he was the only guy, you know what I mean? He could have solidified that role and then he gets hurt like a week later or a couple days later.
3: Okay.
1: And then wide receivers, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, JSN. Those three you are keeping Uh Dariq young, Cody Thompson, Jake Bobo. I've seen people picking up Bobo
2: for best ball. Would you pick up Jake Bobo? He's probably the number four.
1: Yeah, I could see it maybe as a fourth guy, like, you know that it, it, in the past they've had Freddie Swain do good as like a four. They do have D.
2: Eskridge, but he's suspended.
1: Yeah, he's suspended. I'm just cutting him. I'm done with him. Like he can't stay healthy. He he keeps doing all this dumb shit. I'm just done with him. So,
2: so where are you at with the backup tight ends? Would you still roster Disley?
1: Yeah, I think Disley and Parkinson. Parkinson's probably not on most teams he could probably be on the waiver wire but if Disley gets hurt again I I really like Parkinson. I think Parkinson can play cuz I've seen a uh, couple plays from him. He's he's done good. Disley, you know he's going to have a game or two. Um, Hopefully Noah fan numbers do better this year. He's a better player than what he showed last year. Maybe I think he was hurt last year a little bit too. So hopefully he's healthy. Um, This is a really good offense, man. They have two really good running backs, a very underrated athletic tight end, and maybe the best trio of wide receivers in the league. So um, yeah, this is a team I'm very high on.
2: You regret uh, Shane and I did a, a video the other day and I don't know if it's going to get released because the audio wasn't great. Do you regret not getting more Geno Smith?
1: Well, you know me, I I kept picking them up every single week, um, like two years ago, like whenever I had a free IR spot. So, um, yeah, a little bit. I mean, I have like a couple, but not, not as much as I would like. Yeah. I mean, do
2: you regret you didn't buy more in even at his price now, or do you think it's better move to just be, be good? Yeah, I'm, I think,
1: I mean if I can buy him for a second, sure, but I don't think anybody's selling him for a second. No, no, he's he's definitely priced as a top like eighteen quarterback
2: at this yeah. point. You gotta pay yeah, it first so, probably.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna pay that price, uh, for him, so
2: like who would you rather have, Russ or Geno Smith? It's tough, isn't it?
1: It it really is. They're probably like back to back on our rankings. Um
2: like I if Gino just have... doesn't fuck it up, he's going to have these weapons yeah. for at least a year or two, right?
1: Yeah, I think I'd rather have Gino. I think one guy that I have moved above like Gino and Russell Wilson and Kirk Cousins is probably Kenny Pickett. Okay. I think I've I've moved him above those like type 3, but would you not... take Carr
2: over Gino or Gino over Carr?
1: I think I'd go Gino. Okay. But it's close. I think they're in the same range too. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, Gino's still pretty good, for sure. All right, well, that is uh, it. Are you ready to play America's Favorite Game real quick before we get out of here? We'll do an easy one. I'm ready. Yep. Favorite wide receiver. Doesn't have to be active. Could be all-time. Who
2: Favorite wide receiver of all time. Uh, I'd say it's a three-way tie. I would say... Ocho Cinco.
1: That's one of mine for sure.
2: I would say Michael Irvin. Okay. And I'd probably have to go with, it's probably a tie
1: between, man. How about the guy that's hanging up on your wall behind you?
2: It's not, he's there. He's probably top five. I would say Darnay Scott, because that was the first receiver when I was a kid.
1: Damn, not Carl Pickens
2: that I like. Nope, Darnay Scott I liked over Carl Pickens. You got you probably got to put Adrian Green up there just because he's probably not going to make the Hall of Fame, even though he's really close. Mm-hmm. I think if he would have had like one or two more semi healthy years, he would have made it. But I also think he it's going to hurt that he played for the Bengals versus another team too because he just was like, you know. He just had like no personality. Like, did you ever hear him even do like any commercials or anything? No. Like, he's just, he's just like a really s- quiet spoken guy that like is just not, ev- never was in the spotlight. So, yeah. Like, I think that's going to hurt him compared to some other guys. So, okay.
1: Yeah, I agree with you on Chad Johnson. He's definitely one of my favorites. Always liked watching him play and just his antics and all that. Um, AJ Brown's probably my favorite right now playing I've, I've always been a big aj brown fan um i did like jarvis landry quite a bit he was just a really good player a good gamer um one that i always used to like watching even though he was on the steelers was heinz ward just because the way he played the game too uh he, he did everything blocking and all that And then just from like my Browns fandom from back in the day, I always liked um, Kevin Johnson from like the early '90s or uh, the late '90s, early 2000s. Dennis Northcutt—that was another one that was always really good, even though these guys were like not highly drafted or anything. Uh, So that—that's just a couple of mine. Yeah.
2: Well, there's two that I didn't. One that I forgot to mention that was mine, and you'll be able to relate. The other one you didn't say Trey Quinn. Stop. And then, okay, let me ask you this because I see this—I saw this debate the other day randomly. I was down a rabbit hole, and it was talking about the best, most electric college players of the last twenty-five years. Okay.
1: Yeah, I have two on the top of my mind,
2: and I'll just say this was one of my favorites. Would you? Was there? You can maybe say Reggie Bush. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But was there a more electric kick and punt returner than Ted Ginn?
1: At the college level, probably college not. level only
2: to where it was like literally that was one of the dudes where whenever he returned it, you were like, he could be gone.
1: Yeah, probably not. You're probably right. Yeah.
2: Okay. Who were you thinking?
1: Um, for like the electric players, I liked, um, Vince Young and Reggie Bush. Those were the two I was thinking. Okay. Like yeah. I was thinking most...
2: receivers, but
1: yeah. yeah. Um, I always, I always like the the Wes Welker types too, the Julian Edelman's, the Dan Amendola's. No, not Trey Quinn. Tom Kennedy. <laughs> no, yeah, those guys too. Yeah. <laughs> um, always like, I always like those those little guys too. So Braxton Berrios. Yep, I, I always met uh, River Red Craycraft. Red. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Reuben River Craycraft. Yep, that's his guy. Oh man, good shit, man. Good <laughs> All shit. All right, yeah. So I appreciate we. I figured we'd go two and a half hours, and we did. And uh, <laughs> this one's always long, so. But no, I appreciate you coming on, man, and, and doing this. Uh, make sure you guys, you know, follow me on Twitter at Eric Vanek NFL, and you can follow uh, the podcast at America's Game Pod as well. South Harmon Dynasty Football is where you find the podcast, so make sure you subscribe there. At South Harmon FF on YouTube to uh, subscribe there on YouTube, this we'll post on Thursdays. Uh, evenings and yeah, that's, uh, pretty much it. We're, we're real close here. You're going to Vegas here next week to go do your high stakes draft. So good luck to you there. Um, I'm sure we'll keep in contact and, uh, see how your teams do, but yeah, you're doing live auctions this year. You're doing your main event. So that should be a lot of fun.
2: Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. We'll be in, uh, Vegas and a week from now, will be our first a week from now. We'll be watching the, uh, opening yeah. day. Yeah. But yeah, a week from now I've already had my first draft in the book. So looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, that should be cool. So, uh, yeah, good luck to you there. And, uh, anything else you want to plug, go ahead and we'll get on out of here.
2: No, you everyone knows where to find me, find me on Twitter. You can find everything on there. Uh, obviously DD and trades in five and all that stuff, same old stuff. So, you know, where to find me already. So it was good to get back on America's game with you. I I do this once or twice a year, at least to where, and you're always gonna want to have me on on these like marathon
1: episodes where it's let's
2: go through every single player. You know what I mean?
1: Exactly. Yeah, I know. Me and uh, me and uh, uh, Mike did that a couple weeks ago, going through week week one. So I have another guy who can do it, but yeah, no, it's always good to do it with you, man. So I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. You're welcome. All right, guys, we'll see you next week for episode six.